listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now you don't want to see me angry. Ain't enough cops or cuffs to chain me. Days to arraign me. KKs to hang me. Insane me. You need ice picks to bang me. Need more than a straight jacket to restrain me. Or more guns with prints for you to frame me. You made me. Nigga, look at what you did to us. Uh-huh. My guns don't flush. Harlem, you don't win with thrust. Uh-huh. Hey. Oh, oh. Welcome to oh. the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Day. Yes. What is it? Daylight saving time. Yes. That's yeah. right. You so woke is up. It, mm-hmm. it, are we on time? Or am I messing up? What, what's happening? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like technically, I feel like it's actually an hour later, supposedly. So it's really like eleven right okay. now. So we all like an hour late, but uh but we but you know that's what i'm saying it ain't just me yeah yeah. everybody's late today everybody's late but um yeah man it's a daylight saving time it's uh, also like week eight of the nfl Mm -hmm. you know i think they got a game going on right now in london so i hope you got your your starters Mm -hmm. set up already guys on fancy football i wish they stopped that bullshit who the fuck (laughs) is getting up at 6 a.m hope you ain't getting no surprises just now you know sitting there like god damn who is this um but then also man we got uh you know uh one of the favorite guests of the show uh comedian mike brown you might know him on twitter at yo mike brown uh of course have a comedy outliers uh you know it's also a great show they put on every month and a great podcast that comes out just about every week um you also got uh the the my favorite thing now is the brand new web series mm-hmm. can't stop won't stop um yeah, yeah. which you guys can find at can'tstopshow.com um hey man this joint is brilliant dude it it's, is. it's amazing i love it oh thank you I, man you know what it's like you know when you when you're doing when you're doing comedy and on twitter like everybody does comedy like a lot of us do comedy whatever it was like you needed to have something else so i wrote something and I was tired of not seeing uh, myself on screen for one, and just not a diverse, funny show anymore. Like I, I was a big fan of the Boondocks, and once they yes. took that off, I was like, okay, I, I need something. And so then I just started writing it, and you know, happy. I'm happy. I like, I like sending it to you guys. As long as, as long as I get something from from Karen, and be like, ha ha, that's just stupid. And I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> like, great, we did it, we did it. Yeah, man. You know, like when we when I see it, I try to make sure to spread it around to you know our, our, our audience too yeah. you know we have like a facebook group and yeah all that stuff and everybody always you know loves it and then they uh you know encourage them like hey man throw a thumbs up give it a comment you know yes. let people know that you appreciate that stuff because one thing i think people don't really grasp yet is independent artists and people that are making independent content the, a lot of times the only feedback you have is from the, directly from the audience there's right. no you know, there's no studio, there's no yeah. producer, there's no, right. you know, focus get, groups. Right, nobody going to get the numbers on your behalf. Right, so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, it. you know, when you see, you know, I got a, some thumbs up, I got a, a couple comments under my YouTube video, I got, you know, someone shared this on Facebook, and then I saw the people under there being like, yo, I love this. Like, that shit matters, so make sure you do that to people. Yeah, the, yeah. we try to do that to everybody that uh, we love and enjoy their content. And one thing I can say, you guys, is when you watch it, watch it several times. Because on the low, it's some jokes that if you're not really paying attention, you'll miss them the first time. And then you go back and listen, you'll be like, oh, shit, that's why they responded like that. Or, oh, shit, that's yeah. what happened. They're really great, Yeah, y'all. well, Karen misses a lot of stuff because when Karen watches things... <laughs> 
this how i care this is how i care watching something right all right so like we'll be watching something funny and say say we're watching uh can't stop won't stop and a dude yeah. be like i'm gonna put gravy on that ass and then karen will be like oh he gonna put gravy on that ass <laughs> but it'd be like another two jokes yes, and i'm yeah. missing all the other jokes <laughs> yes so karen gotta rewatch it because she it's not because it's not funny it's i'm too busy yeah, laughing listen. at the first punchline and i missed three other ones <laughs> yeah i mean they're all so short they're like two minutes two two minutes 30 seconds nothing's over three minutes so we put we pack everything in there we make it real quick real good you know it's not gonna mess up your day everybody has two minutes two three minutes to spare you know just watch it's cool and how was, how was that decision arrived to to get it like that short you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how like what you know like I'm, I'm sure you have to cut things and you know tighten uh, up ideas like how do you come to that you know conclusion well you know what because i realized um i i I feel like i'm aged out of comedy yo like everybody's on a on the vine six seconds Mm. i gotta be funny six seconds that's it or your instagram 15 seconds that's it and i'm like all right me i come from that school of uh remember like when they used to have a fresh prince on tv martin on tv and you had 30 minutes to really do something dope um i was like all right so if i gotta go online it has to be short so i would think of all my ideas i'd write my scripts and i cut out everything like i didn't need and then really look at what i wanted to do uh watched a lot of blackish and i was like okay what are they talking about and what haven't they talked about because i want what i'm talking about not to be done before you know mm. um and that's how i did it just made it real short real real quick i want it to be good and short you know mm. Kind of like love making, you know what I'm saying? Just good, good and short. You know, <laughs> exactly. Straight, yeah. straight to the point. In and out, girl. I'm in and out. It's yeah. like it's like uh, it's like black porn scene. No foreplay, no oral, just <laughs> straight no humping. Pizza. No pizza was ordered. Nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't offering no ride or nothing. Ain't no ain't no confusion of a cab. <laughs> ain't no Uber coming. Mm-mm. The camera the camera just turned on in the middle of sex. You like? What, was there anything that happened before this? Like, nah, girl, that, that shit don't even matter. And one thing I can say that I really enjoy about the videos, they're reasonable. And it's just one of those things yeah. where it's presented in a funny manner. But I was like, that shit is very reasonable. And I would probably <laughs> respond like that. Y- yes, I completely understand. Here's the card, girl. Let's be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's be reasonable with this whole situation. Let's I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm not going to fight nobody in the middle of the goddamn street. I ain't going to fight nobody in my right. whole thing is like I also wanted to make sure I had a character. I want to make like uh, Marie. She plays uh, Tamika in the, in the episodes. I want to make sure that she wasn't. Uh, uh, she was a strong black woman, but she wasn't like an angry black woman. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I just wanted to make some someone who was like real, but when she got harassed, and she wasn't like too upset about it because I think it still went the same way if she was upset from the beginning. You right. know what I mean? But it was like if you make her kind of not too upset not upset about it because like some women just not that they don't care but just like man whatever get out of here you know what i mean like i wanted to show that too i wanted to show all these different like avenues of it that you haven't seen before so right my hope it's good people people fucking with it so i'm happy about it yeah right. and, and it's, i appreciate it's, that because as mm-hmm. as a black woman we're very diverse i'm sorry babe we're no, very diverse and and particularly for a man to kind of be all jokes i consider it on how he's portraying <laughs> a black woman especially the way you see social media and stuff it oh, yeah. you know as a black woman it'll make you think damn niggas ain't shit but then you be like yeah. nah there are people that actually do care about us and care how we're portrayed yeah, yeah, and the other thing too is, um, like, th- it takes the stereotypes and kind of spins it on his head. Right. You know, like in yeah. episode one where the white dude, uh, was playing basketball and he called, he called you nigga. 
and and like i love the part where the where the black people just suddenly show up during this awkward moment <laughs> out of the blue out of the blue and they're like oh, they got the cue and they're like so you you let him say the n-word okay cool well now you don't get to say it anymore like he could keep saying it but you lost your privileges and they give you like a, a list of Yes! of approved words man that was so fucking good it was like it's that kind of twist that's just made it you know what i'm saying it went from like oh this is funny to like oh shit this is some next level subversive shit man right man i i, pre- I appreciate it and that was something i was trying to do on stage i remember uh i had came up with that idea and i tried to do the joke at a few decepticomic shows mm-hmm. and that shit would never work <laughs> it would never work <laughs> niggas look at you said well we can't say what night which is like it was never working so i was like all right we're just gonna write this as a sketch <laughs> yeah get into people so they can catch it catch what i'm talking about man i wanna yeah, um man. i'm gonna actually play some of uh episode two now this is just the audio but um uh, i think you can still catch the catch all the jokes with it um yeah. and we'll kind of break it down like we do this uh with, with my man jl sometimes yeah, too so, so we're gonna break down your video yeah, yeah shout out to jl man Get farts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sometimes it's a little dangerous. Sometimes it get rough, but don't worry. God, you keep you safe. Now, <laughs> yeah, Mike. Not that bad. Mike is walking down. Now, actually, what's the, the character in the in the actual oh, series? Is Sean, Sean, right? Sean Christopher Jones. Yeah. All right. How'd you come up with Sean, man? Is that like a name you always wanted? Um, that was a name I used to give women in the clubs when I wanted them to know who I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> throw out sean so they don't bother you you know what i mean i've been fucking that nigga sean okay well i'm with mike now you know whatever so you start out mm. um but but it's also and season two we'll get we'll get deeper into it but uh sean is a hip-hop blogger oh. and um i put i made his name off of uh three of my favorite uh rappers from the east it's uh sean sean carter uh christopher wallace and i see jones so i just put all those names together oh okay mm-hmm. that's cool man um let me actually i wonder if i play it in here if people can see me play it or i don't know how that's this works i'm gonna one. try this for the first time i don't know and i know it's a way to do that oh is it moving on your screen no i know right. it's a way to do that well they'll hear the audio they can play it on their own sometimes it get rough but don't worry gotcha turn it up a little bit so sean is walking with his with his girl and um you know telling her how he's gonna keep her safe on these streets right mm-hmm. now we all know about the um we all know about the campaign for like your cases right. and anti-street harassment and stuff so as y'all you know as, as it always comes a time in a man's life where that's gonna be tested it's not that bad God damn what that booty do? Seriously? Now, this ah, brother. He come out the blue. Who, who is this brother? <laughs> yes, he's hilarious. Oh, that's my man. That's my man, Shaq. Shaq Stanley. He's going to be a star. Um, he did the last two seasons of Last Comic Standing. Um, he was on Wildin' Out. Um, and I know from the scene in New York, and we, we used to run a show together. We're going to start doing it again called Big Pony Show. We turned it into a mic. But uh, we did a weekly show every Monday. Featuring, uh, it was Rojo, who was in episode one, mm-hmm. and he's in episode four and five. Shaq and uh, Molly Austin, really funny. Um, but anyway, so I wrote that character for Shaq. I was like, Shaq, you need to do this. Please do this for me. And he's, he's big time. But he was like, all right, well, let me see the script first. He read the script. 
and he didn't read the rest of the body of the email. He just read the script. And he was like, yeah, so can I play the guy on the stoop? I'm like, yeah, that's who you, you're not going to be the star of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just tell, uh, yeah, this is the one I, I wrote for you. And he did a great job with it, man. It was, oh, it was, man. It was like he has no shirt on for those who right. are at home listening later with audio you need to go check this out mm-hmm. i will put this in the show notes on the blackoutis.com so you can click yep. on the video yourself but this motherfucker has no shirt on pants sagging hat. yeah bucket hat he got he got sunflower seeds people don't really notice like we have to find sunflower seeds because i was like you just need to have this prop in your hand <laughs> It, all t- they, it was like people might not catch it you can see it more clearly when he's at, at the next scene with the hump part yeah but right. he's holding a bag of sunflower seeds it's very important <laughs> <laughs> to the character i wrote it in holding a bag of sunflower seeds. yeah I, I know y'all up north but he did like he went fishing right yeah, that's, yeah, yeah right. like because that's a south thing i know y'all up north but i'm like the nigga look like he yeah. just left the pond well, see, See, so it's hitting everybody. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Fishing for that ass. You fishing for that ass? You know what I'm saying? That's so. Tear that ass up. Like, yeah, I mean, I would tear that. You know what? I, I'll show you. I'll show you what I... I I'm, I'm talking about, like... Wow! He, he starts humping the stoop. I, I need to take a picture of this. This is Bang. funny. So he starts humping the stoop. Sean is like, okay, let's go. Right. Cause, you know, obviously. Which is reasonable. <laughs> right. This is awkward, uncomfortable. He's, he's wild, you know, and, you know, also it's that position too where it's like, am I gonna have to fight a nigga today? Like, right. like, let's, yeah. let's leave this situation. And, Before it escalates. And, and, and his girl is like, no, I won't get a picture of this. This is hilarious. I can't believe somebody doing this shit. Yeah, which is also cool because it also kind of speaks to the common, like how common this shit is to get street yeah. harassed. Right. But it's like, oh, look at this one. This, he's doing it in a way that I want to catch on film I've and show my girls. This, right. is, this yeah. motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. Instagram put it on the vine. Bang! Bang, 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 bang. Give it to me, stoop. <laughs> <laughs> and so now she gets her phone stolen by some other random guy walking the other way. Right. Now is this person a comedian too? Because they ain't really had no lines. Oh. Well yeah, fuck this is so fun. So not only is he a comedian, he actually produced the whole project and uh the person that we were looking for to do that was supposed to be the thief couldn't make it. So Ronnie Fleming, funny, funny dude, great producer. But I'm like, he doesn't look threatening. He's not a threatening dude at all. So right. I was like, yo, just take my hoodie. All right. <laughs> and you, and we had to teach him how to snatch the phone. We had to try to teach him how to steal. He was like, you got to grab it. Just do it swiftly. Because before he was walking and kind of like yanking, he was like, now nah, we need you to take this shit. Uh, but he's also <laughs> another comedian from New York. Okay, <laughs> so he takes the phone. Sean, he took my phone. Go get my phone, Sean. Don't worry, I got this. I don't see you getting it. <laughs> All you gotta do is call your phone company. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, he's like, don't worry, I got this. I'll get your phone back. And check out his, this is how you gonna get the phone back. By the way, this is a very smart way to get the phone <laughs> and back. And in the background, while she talking to him, the dude on the stoop gets off the stoop, runs, it starts going after the dude with the phone. Right. So street harassing guy is fighting the thief right. in the background to get the phone back. And Sean is relaying this advice to guy to get the phone back. All you got to do is call your phone company, put insurance on your phone, you get a new one. But all my pictures, my best twerking videos are on that phone. Okay. Why don't we go to the police station, file a police report, you know, make a day out of it, get some frozen yogurt after, you know? Yeah. Frozen yogurt? Yeah. Po-po and fro-yo. Po-po and fro-yo. Yes. <laughs> That's my shit right yeah. there. 
he's uh you know sean's for uh while he's suggesting these very practical solutions uh which his girl does not seem to be feeling um mr what that booty do shows up with the phone Oh no! Hey, uh, I got your phone back, oh. and you know what? I want to, I want to apologize. I should have never told you that I would tear that ass up. Uh, I should have told you that I would. Now he put his hand on Sean's shoulder. <laughs> okay, so when you hear that second. I should have told you. This part is to Sean. Uh, I should have told you that I would tear your girl's ass up. <laughs> <laughs> And there is a kind of logic to that. Like, it is a kind of street harassment chain of command that he yeah. was talking about. I, I want to respect her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like way to do it. Because when I saw that ass, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> also, the other thing I'll, that low-key that's great on this is uh, you closed captioned it. Which, oh, yeah. Which is very yeah. smart. Yeah, man. But I often think... Yeah. oh go ahead go ahead no i'm just saying i hope people use it i mean maybe one or two of the words mm-hmm. there might be a punctuation that's often so forgive me but i watch everything with captions and me I too think it's good to have you do it's right. the best thing so i just think it's really important i was like anytime i do something like that that's no that's like kind of under my production of my like watch Refresh. i gotta put captions i'm just waiting to just caption it all out okay hold on i'm fro- i think i'm frozen on camera screen i gotta reset real quick give me a second just okay fresh um but yeah, I watch everything with closed captions too, dude. Yeah, we do Game of Thrones. Yeah. Anything that we like live tweet, yeah. we always watch closed caption because a lot of times when people are talking, they say stuff kind of low and low key or action mm-hmm. may be happening when somebody's saying yeah. stuff. So I, I thank you for even considering that. A lot of people don't really consider oh. that part. Yeah, I like and yeah. I like to watch a lot of shit on my TV. So even if it's on YouTube, I put it on my yeah. TV. TV. And then I got the closed yeah. caption. I'm like, bam, dog, it's professional as fuck, dog. Yeah. I'm trying to make it, you know, it's hard. You know, it's hard for us. Yeah. Doing anything. You got to make, make sure people are like, oh, they put some time and effort into it. Right. Yeah. It looks good. It got some captions on. It got the sound right. You know, it's different. So. All right. Let me get back to this. I think I got to skip forward back to where I was at. Make a- uh, I should have never told you that I would tear that ass up. Uh, I should have told you <laughs> that I would tear your girl's ass up. That's the- polite way to do it because when i saw that ass i was like oh my god because that ass is like god damn that booty what that booty do is doing something for you i'm jealous i respect you but if you mess up i will pour gravy on that ass and uh mashed potatoes and i'll have a delicious uh supper i said supper Mm -hmm. you have a good day god bless you I mean, we can still get the frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt? You let him talk to me like that? I'm, I'm not, I mean, because we're just people, you know. This I is how like, down here. I need to tweet. What? What? She said, I need to tweet about this. Oh my god, man. Oh, then they walk into stuff. And something else that I really. Um, like Mike with the fact that where did y'all get that fake mustache from? Uh, for, for what? The uh, Which one? the yeah. dude on the stoop. I'm assuming that mustache is fake. No. Oh, <laughs> hey, Tom. that is fake. Shag your mustache looks fake. 
<laughs> he just found out live on national tv <laughs> i'm assuming that it was i was like he looked too young to have a to have a 50 year old mustache <laughs> okay well I- I can't, I'm not gonna, I won't say his name on um, his age on the show. But, oh, no, no, no. You don't have to. <laughs> no, baby, I'm not trying to put you out there embarrassing nothing like that. I just assumed that it was fake. <laughs> oh, shit. Because he talking like he's 50 years old. Talking about my old school girl, mashed potatoes, gravy, pig feet, hot sauce. Uh, Mike, I have an observation. Where did Tamika get her weed from? Oh, that's, oh, that's hers? Oh, that's hers? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh damn that well this is well, all that we got expenses okay, <laughs> uh, so how that long does it take you to shoot like one of these and edit it and all that stuff man oh man uh so the the series this first season this first one is short it's like five it's just five episodes but uh we finished it in about i think four days okay mm-hmm. we, we shot everything in four days um we did that episode and another half of an episode in one day um that that part i mean i don't know how other people shoot their things but it was a three-page script Mm -hmm. and um some of the stuff of a few there's some lines that are improv in it Mm -hmm. but mostly everything is like kind of straightened up like hey we need this shot we need this shot i need a shot of you know we need a shot of sean beginning to say what he can do while you see the thief getting the phone back. You know mm. what I mean? You need you need certain shots and everything set up. So once I had the script and I met with the director, Justin Hartog, shout out to him, um, we started kind of blocking out the scenes and he would know what needs to happen, where the cuts we need to be. So we ran it once and then we would run it again, but we knew which kind of shots we needed. Like, okay, mm. you need to have him uh like sean behind the head here talking to tamika you need tamika talking to sean for this thing right so probably took like i'll say maybe like an hour or two if that okay you know which is which is pretty pretty short you know like i've done right. 15 second commercials or 30 second commercials with like fucking huge productions where you're on set for like 10 hours and most right. of it's just waiting and wow. yeah and just like you're just waiting around this is like we all got there hey it's just the three of us these three lines are doing it outside. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, if you watch the video again, watch the video for the people in the background, people who are like looking at what's going on. Like you don't really notice them because the, uh, the editor so good. Yeah. But you see like women coming by and looking like what what's happening. Cause they don't know. It's like we're filming something. They just think that <laughs> someone's just hollering. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you can't like block off. You can't like block yeah. off the street. Like, right. like Hollywood Absolutely. does and shit. Right. Because everybody involved in it is doing something in it. It's not like you got we got extra motherfuckers just to be like to play defense. Right. We don't got that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't have the camera and be like, all right, now you don't come here. You move over. Move over. <laughs> shoot, let's shoot, do it. There's yeah. a part. There's a there was a dude who walked by, and it, it actually I, I think it brings like authenticity to it. But when uh when he comes back with the phone and he's like, hey, I brought your phone back. There's this guy who walks by just with the moonbox, like kind of like fuck your set, and he's just like playing hip hop music. <laughs> and he listens again, <laughs> he's watching, and then you just hear random music come from nowhere, and then he just disappears. Does he walks through the fucking shit too? But we like, oh, this is a good shot, though. we gotta keep it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> that's, that's dope, man. And um, how'd you like? How'd you know who to get involved in the project? Like, I know you said when you were thinking about certain parts you already had it sounds like you had people in mind but like when it comes to stuff like a producer or a director like how do you like how do you 
you know figure out those connects uh man i wish i had a good nigga i just put on facebook i was like yo i got i got these scripts that i made i think they fire and i need to get them made anybody know anybody that's how usually like if i if i don't know anybody off the top i just go like i just kind of crowdsource it just like hey anybody knows how to get it made now if you left it up to my mom this would have been a Kickstarter thing. This would have been out 2017. <laughs> I would have wrote Tyler Perry a bunch of messages. That's her first fucking I- advice she always gives. <laughs> oh, you should be on Tyler Perry movie. You like Skip Hayes Lodge. You can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got, I got it. So put on Facebook and uh, a comic was just like, hey, hit these two guys up because they, they both won. The director, Justin, he doesn't do stand up anymore, but he used to. He was like, Justin has a comedy mind. He's worked with, uh, he's worked on uh, the Spike. The, the latest Spike Lee film mm-hmm. where they're like in a field or something. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like the, I don't know the name of it, but he worked on the latest Spike Lee film and the upcoming Michael Moore project and a few other things. So he's like legit filmmaker. Right. And the dude Justin is a producer and they've worked together many times on different, on uh, different shorts okay. and they were trying to start like their own thing. They were like, Hey, we want a project to do. So basically mm-hmm. it was like talented people with nothing to do. <laughs> to make something and i was a talented person and i was like well i have this series and i just i want to get it pushed so we all had like vested interest so that shit all worked out and it helps um and it helps them as well because you know it's also something they could put their name on uh which you know kind of means a lot in uh you know when you're doing independent media like i said it kind of means a lot that you can be like oh well here's a project i did that is well done uh you know i'm confident in it i work with some other you know i show my showcase my talent work with talented people right and we got this thing done um as opposed to just being like i'm very confident in myself but i don't really have (laughs) a thing you can point to to be like this is the thing on my resume because we talk about this all the time with uh, the podcast and stuff Mm -hmm. people don't normally help you out until you don't need their help right and people don't normally yeah. co- co-sign yeah. you people don't normally give you anything mm-hmm. until you've already uh maximized what you've been given so for example yeah. um nobody's gonna be like let's go give this guy a tv series but they will go find somebody who's made a successful youtube series right and be like yeah. oh mm-hmm. let's give this guy a tv series because he actually doesn't need us like they'll probably yeah. offer you the money and exposure that is less than whatever you're get, getting at the time in mm-hmm. a lot of cases it's, it's almost like a step down it's kind of like how uh yeah. key and pills youtube videos get way more attention and and a tv show yeah yeah right. it's, but so it's like they actually don't need a tv show anymore but Mm-mm. yeah I, but that's kind of how the, it seems like that seems on the outside looking in that's how that business works i mean I, that's how i feel it, it does i know with the when broad city first started it was just a youtube series it didn't do like crazy well but um eventually they had got amy poehler to be on like their last episode or whatever and then they were like amy we want to push the ctv and she was like, well, I love this series. I want to get behind it. And that is how it got to Comedy Central. Wow. So, like, if you look back, if, if you're a fan of Broad City at all and a fan of, like, Black Idol Tips, if you search um, Broad City Sp- Spike Lee, they did kind of a homage, homage mm-hmm. to Spike Lee about, uh, like, street harassment, whatever, and kind of like a do the right thing parody street. It's 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 brilliant. It's yeah. not on TV. It's just on YouTube. And it's just, like, some brilliant <laughs> shit. But yeah. They they didn't have like a lot of views. For me, I was like, man, if every if all of these episodes can hit a thousand, I'm happy. Right. Like if I can get a thousand thousand views for each one, 
uh, over 100 subscribers or, you know, at least 100 subscribers. And I'll be like, all right, now I can feed. I can definitely feed these people some dope shit and still do stand up, still do, you know, still do the outliers, still do the podcast, still do the show, right. still do Decepticomics um, and do all these things. But it's like that TV piece was the only piece I felt like I was missing. I'm like, I got my touring group. I got my show, got mm-hmm. the podcast. I'm jumping on other people's podcasts, but I want to write. I want to get, I want to be in the driver's room. I want to be on uh, the blackest room. That'd be great. Be in the, the uh, nightly show room. That'd right. be great. Being be whatever room I can be in and just put some, uh, not just some flavor, but some really, really smart uh, comedy, really funny comedy in there and just tear things up, you know, and, tear it up. And um, so Mike, whenever you get to the point to where like you're offered these things, mm-hmm. what is it that's going to be like, I would rather continue to do my own growth versus cross that line. Because a lot of people get to that point where like Roger said, it doesn't even benefit you. Sometimes you literally yeah. make more money being independent because a lot of times mm-hmm. once you sign with people, the part they don't tell you, you're giving over control over a yeah. lot of shit yeah. and creativity well, I, sometimes. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I mean, what will probably happens because like I'm I'm I don't say ruthless but I'm I'm reasonable. Mm. I'm reasonable. And I think that having an outlet, always having that outlet. And it might be even uh just like abandonment issues cuz I don't want to lose my stuff, you know what I right. mean? Like I don't want to just give myself up to somebody <laughs> right. and then be asked out in the end. So it's like if if there was something of uh up to the effect of like hey, we like, you know, we like your web series and we want it for us and only for then we're going to have to start talking uh, figures like, okay, well, you might have this exclusivity for X amount of time. Mm. You know what I mean? And during that time, I'm guaranteed to be on the air in season. You know what I right. mean? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of like backdoory type of things because you don't, you know, and as black people in entertainment, you always don't want to get burned. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to be like, you, you don't want to be like a kind of like, I don't know all the details of it, but like Terrence Howard after Iron Man 1, right? right? And he's like, well, we coming back for the sequel. I read the comic books. I know that this man gets a suit. I know I'm going to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. Let's all renegotiate our contracts. And everybody leaves him behind. And then <laughs> <laughs> he out of it. And on the real, nobody gave a fuck about Terrence Howard right. until he became Lucius Lyon. Right. You see what I'm saying? But he always had that Lucius Lion in him. Right. You know what I mean? He was always he was always like a star, but when he kind of fucked up with Hollywood, it was lost. Yeah. So for me, I would love to keep the series going, even if like if I got like a big writing job somewhere else, like I would definitely keep the series going. If they wanted to do something with the series, we'll talk about it. I would love to put it on TV. I probably would like to keep it on um online because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more freedom online nice. and you can easily share it and i i feel the same thing about the keen peel shit like the sketches are good on tv but nobody's like watching tv no more right so, it, i mean go ahead, go ahead. i'm tired i didn't mean to interrupt you. they they did a study that says for the first time ever more people watched it or people are on the internet than watch tv this year for yeah. the first time ever so that goes to show you that people are online and less and less people are watching tv well like, for we still watch tv but, for for yeah. certain um for certain types like genres it's even more prevalent like we talk about sketch comedy i mean yeah. I, I would venture to say most people get their sketch comedy from the internet now like yes, they do well, even even big time like saturday Night live probably gets more hits from hulu the day after when mm-hmm. people have kind of vetted the skits and they're like oh here are the four skits from last night you have to see right. as opposed to yeah let me stay up for two hours and hope that 
the shit is good tonight yeah yeah i know i definitely believe that that's why i want to keep it online that's i'm always going to keep it online i always got to keep something something going and also like as a big as a big like hip-hop fan i see like I remember seeing like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's like success from just being like independent and then mm-hmm. becoming, you know, this huge mega star, but he still has those independent roots. Right. And, and when you have to like work hard and have that independent grind, you start building your, you know, you start building your fan base. You start really connecting with people. You start really getting your craft the way you want it to be without mm-hmm. anybody trying to have their hands in your pockets. But once, but once you get somewhere, it's like it's like if you're if you're super successful out the gate, everybody's gonna have your hand in their pocket, right? Mm-hmm. If you try to work hard yourself and it takes a while, by that time you have things already in your pocket. So people are gonna try to have their hand out so they right. can make money with you. So I think that's that's where it's gonna end up going. And I but think also uh, I can't speak for you, but for me, I know it's definitely a, yeah. con- a control freak part of it, mm-hmm. where I just feel like I much rather bet on myself they bet yeah. on somebody else to do some shit for me sometimes and that, like you know part of that is you know obviously shit i can work on but part of that is true like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. gonna care about my shit as much as i care about my shit right. so if yeah. i put my mind to something where i'm like i want this done and i want it done this way and i want it mm-hmm. done by this time i like i know i'll get it done but sometimes with you know when you put your career and you put the projects that you're interested in in the hands of other people they don't always have a priority of it that you do so right i think that 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 matters a lot and i think especially um because i know you you know you recently lost your job and i had lost my oh, before yeah. we before we started going premium i lost my job and i know part yeah. of that is an experience too where it's like mm-hmm. you know why like what about my happy you know what i mean <laughs> like, oh, like, like i feel like i froze <laughs> oh you uh yeah just refresh and uh we'll put you back on screen uh if it froze it, it's no problem but uh can you hear us did we lose Mike completely? Nah, hold on. Uh, I don't see him. Well, he's still on Skype. Oh, it's calling him. Okay, we might have lost him on Skype too. Okay. All right. Well, so maybe we'll, his internet did that. Yeah. Yeah, his internet might have reset. Uh, wouldn't no, that be probably. funny if we just lost him for the rest of the show? Uh, yo, Mike, you there? No, he's not. It says it on Skype. There oh, you still. Go. Hold on, we're getting the call back. All right um anyway but yeah i just remember um that feeling of being like you know what about my happy like it's Mm -hmm. everybody else is getting their money and you know your worth to your wherever you're at is typically way more than whatever you're getting paid and it's i mean even if it's like accounts payable even if it's Mm -hmm. like um you could probably be the janitor and whatever you're doing is probably worth yo mike you there yeah okay cool uh but yeah like you're like whatever you're doing like especially if you're working in like certain industries money Mm -hmm. money passes your hands like your service is valuable your you know the the accounts you look at the the amounts of things the business you bring in any any of that stuff the customer service the customers you retain like any of this shit but then you're kind of treated and made to think like oh i'm kind of worthless here and i think whenever whenever you're out on your own doing work and seeing the own your own benefits even if the money isn't the same it's it's all shit you earned for yourself and there's a different level of pride that comes from that yeah i mean it also it's like if you spend your if you spend 40 hours a week working for somebody else right mm-hmm. you're doing all that to make sure that this person's happy and that they meet their goals and when i say person i mean you know the corporation right, or whatever right. and you're doing all that after you're done with work it's like now 
can you work 40 hours a, a, a week for yourself? Probably not. Pro- probably not. You right. might be able to get 20, maybe 10, because mm-hmm. you got to also remember you have to rest. You have to do things that, that, that make you happy in order for you to function. You got to live a little bit. There's all these other things, right? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people were scared to like really put, put their, uh, their passion you know, in front of them, really work hard for it. Because the reality is that corporation that you're working for started from some person saying, I need to make my own thing. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? And it got big enough that other people are working for it. So it's like if that person can start uh, that company, like people look at Steve Jobs with Apple or whatnot, like there was like, he was working. He was like, man, I got I to gotta do my own thing. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, man, even success or failure, it's hard to live with yourself knowing you got something inside of you that you never gave yeah. a shot. Like, yeah. so it's like, if you take the shot, you can at least respect yourself. Like no matter whatever happens with this podcast, even if it, even if ultimately it fell through and with shit just didn't go right, I could always be like, yo, I took that shot. Like other yeah. people, other people thought about stuff like this every day of their lives and they just never tried it because they were kind of scared or they never got the opportunity. And I can always look at myself as, as a person and be like, yo, I, I did try. I did have an opportunity and I made it like work for however long I made it work. And I think that's something that, um, you can never take from somebody. So I think oh, that's yeah. really important, man. And I, and like, that's one of the reasons that we do we, you, Janelle, JL, like when we see people yeah. trying to make these endeavors and put these, uh, whether it's like a web series, Ooh. whether it's, you know, just people's podcasts, whether it's, uh, stand up shows, um, like we try to get the word out cause, you know, I want everybody to, to, to get their shit too, man. Like it's no reason we should yeah. all be sitting somewhere in a desk, uh, make, especially if we if we feel like we can do more or do di- something different, uh, feeling like we gotta we gotta do that every day and not be able to the to, to, to hook ourselves up yeah no i i, I totally 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 a hundred thousand percent agree with that man and shout out to janelle her, her series i think it's called just web series yeah, it's yes. called web it's series so ratchet and so funny. oh my god yeah. oh it, my god it, it, oh, it is very very good she's a very funny it, woman yeah oh, she's great. i never That's thought awesome. i'd be laughing at dicks that much yeah i'm not i didn't even, yeah i'm not very much of a like like a, a dick joke kind of guy but uh they got me like two weeks in a row now <laughs> i'm gonna need to see that dick let me see with the with the glasses yeah i'm gonna need to see that dick i was like oh you got me janelle that's, that's goddamn funny janelle, here's, a, here's a fun fun mike brown fact janelle was my first on-screen kiss so she oh was yeah we saw that man we watched that video um the one about uh the crazy people learning to date yeah yeah the, the extra yeah the, the crazy <laughs> fucking she she put up that screenshot right that day yeah no, and for those, so Janelle's married, right? So mm-hmm. she put that screenshot up. Best believe I'm getting the, not not from not from the husband, but people like, what you doing with Janelle? Because <laughs> they didn't see they see no cameras, they just see a picture. Of they <laughs> see no cameras. <laughs> oh, you think you're real cute? You think you're real cute out here? I'm like, nah, I'm just I can't say anything. <laughs> but no, it's not what it looks like. Everything's not what it looks like. What you saw. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to JL too, man. He's his uh, what was it? Not, it wasn't it wasn't the Steve Jobs. He did like a Steve Jobs. Oh yeah, like the parody joint. Oh, parody, oh, uh, so Tim, so the guy who's now the the yeah. The, my, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, oh, that joint yeah, was man. hilarious, man. Um, yeah, J. I mean, JL just does great work, man. Yes, I'm, yeah, JL, another one does dope 
crazy, crazy dope work, but it's really a matter of like the people getting behind it and really and and pushing it. Um, I think him too, man. It's just like you just got to put it out there, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Mess with it. Like when you listen, it's crazy. Like I, I listen to his podcast, right? Yeah. At the end of the podcast, this motherfucker. It will tell you, you got to do like 12 different things because he got so many things going on. He's like, all right, cool. Thanks for listening to the podcast now. Watch my YouTube channel. Watch my sketches. Watch yeah. my movies. On my album. Buy this album or this album or this album. Follow me on Twitter if you want to. Be my comedy fam. Like he's just going and going. Right. Somebody who say he don't got some stuff going on, man. You got stuff going on, bro. Right. These like my calendar is, my calendar is empty. I'm like, when the fuck you going to have time to- <laughs> to do some stand-up man you fucking you you killing it you got you got sketches coming out every you got you 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 damn near got a parody of your parody on louis and shit like come on man they do so many things come on he got um and he he, uh he actually has a new uh new joint coming out we're trying to have him on uh hopefully this week uh to talk about it but he's doing like the he's on a bernie sanders versus trump debate oh, with barack, barack obama moderating say that again is, is he gonna he's playing he's playing all three he's playing all three all right, that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be huge he put, get that on, out. on facebook he, on, on facebook he took he took he put the pictures of him dressed as uh trump and bernie sanders out so oh, i mean oh. i you know i can't wait for it man i you know i look forward to all his stuff man so um yeah. You know, he's a, a another person like that where it's just like you know, extremely funny, hardworking, um, always putting shit out, man. But uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, and also shout out to Brandon Collins who was uh, featured in uh, uh, one of oh, yeah. uh, JL's <laughs> one of JL's skits <laughs> uh, about oh. uh, like the Ken Burns uh, documentary on yeah. uh, using the microphone as a dick. Thunder, Thunder, Thundercat, Thundercat Jackson. I yeah. think. <laughs> and, 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 and I like what I like most about it is that he played the Brandon strengths because Brandon can only do yeah. one impression, which is that old black man voice. <laughs> you know, like, do old black man. He's a man. It always ends up being an old black man. I don't know. Every how time. Every, Every time. time. It's so good. Like somebody will bring somebody up and Brandon will just, I don't, like, I'm not aware if Brandon's aware of it or not, but it's like Brandon will try to like ad lib, like some, like somebody will be like, yeah, man, it's kind of like how Chelsea Handler said so and so. And Brandon will just be like, yeah, I'm in a lot of movies. He's like, that's not, she don't sound like that. <laughs> That's horrible, but that's, that's not like somebody's uncle, dog. That's every impression he does sounds like Danny Glover. It's so good, man. <laughs> oh, Brandon's in his soul. That's how he sounds it to himself in his soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to let that out, Brandon. You got to let that out. <laughs> oh, crotchety. Just a real crotchety voice. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, yeah that's what I'm like. Bro, yeah. Why are you... Why are you... Why are you... You know, do an impression of Chloe Monterez from Click from Kick Ass. Do an impression of that young girl from that show. Oh yeah, my father. This one impression is like uh it's like a, a blues singer from the you know, like an ADL blues singer and shit, but he used it for everything, man. Y'all should all be listening to Comedy Outliers, by the way, because uh what I like about it too, uh about the podcast now is that it's so comedy centric. Right. And you guys talk get a lot of good guests that um you know from the comedy world that you don't get to hear yeah. from everywhere Mm-mm. and they talk a lot of inside uh inside baseball with comedy and um yeah. 
i like hearing that shit man and i and and i'm glad you know to have especially like from a perspective where you're getting it from black people too because a lot of the comedy podcasts for black people don't really get don't one they don't really get to talk to necessarily the heavy hitters Mm -mm, but then two they don't always talk comedy you know like i enjoy hearing like okay how did this person set up um this show or how did this you know like how do you how do you run this show uh the one i listened to uh today i listened to cypher sounds one and he's talking about yeah he's talking about improv you know talking about transitioning from black radio and 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 the hood rooms to the more improv crowd and uh you know opening up at this uh being at the cellar for uh hosting but trying to make that next level like like all that shit is is so interesting Yeah, so yeah, I, I like. Yeah, it. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's, it's weird too because it's like I remember uh, when the champs used to be like super on point, meaning like they put out things every week. Mm-hmm. Used to hear uh, Neil and uh, Moshe Kasher. They they talk about they would talk to all these black guests and it was like, oh, this is great, this is great. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they got a lot of stories. Right. From our perspective, we're like, all right, well, we're doing our podcast is like really heavy comedy for comedy heads. Like, if you are a fan of stand up, if you want to learn more just about the community as a whole but it's like we want to get every aspect of it have real conversations like we have like uh we have hemda on or whatever Mm -hmm. we we talk about comedy a little bit but because we've had her on so much it's just like always just going to be a great funny episode Mm -hmm. but then when you get somebody like cypher it's like all right well i don't think that the mainstream world knows who cypher is and you know he says that he's like they don't know who cypher is you know I mean, they don't know his, his hot 97 background. They don't know about the DJ Cypher sounds and all this stuff. But com- and comedy-wise, some people might be hating on him because he's like, he's at the cellar and he's, he started stand-up uh, relatively recently, right? Right. But he used to DJ the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he was the DJ for that show. You right. know, he knew all these people. Dave, he has all these stories, all these crazy connections, and he's still going through the fight of just trying to make it right but who's gonna who's gonna want to hear that story shit we do and it's like all right well that's how sometimes like we do there's certain episodes where i'm like this is so inside baseball and i'll shout out rob like rod this episode's for you because this is so inside. <laughs> <laughs> this one is so inside we're gonna get one listen this week but well, this I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean i like that like i learned about the rap the rose battle thing because i've been hearing about it but a lot of people who talk about it uh comedians on their podcast they talk about it as a given because i guess the people in their circles already know what it is yeah so they don't really explain what it's about Mm -hmm. you know like i think jl did one but even when jl did one he never really explained like what the fuck it was he's just like i'm gonna go do a rose battle oh i killed it i did this i won i'm like what the fuck is it so then you guys have rail battle on and actually broke down like yeah. this is where it started this is what it is this yeah. is what is this is how it's different in new york than it was in la yeah. like all that yeah. shit right. like all that shit is something i'm not getting everywhere so mm-hmm. this is a yeah. really it's a like i said man the podcast is outstanding man um i, I appreciate that you know, and y'all and y'all was fucking with it when we had the uh the we was recording out of uh soup cans thank you for sticking with us Y'all came, y'all came a long break. way. Y'all came a long way, baby. Y'all like them cigarettes. We record in the bathroom. Y'all, this y'all this was back when Brandon. I love it's real. This is back when Brandon only had one impression, y'all. This was, I mean, so <laughs> it was last week. It was last week. Uh, uh, all right, Brandon's man. Impression just got older. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so um, this of course is the blackout oh. tips you can find us on itunes and stitcher uh and then uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel uh the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com uh and today also marks day number 319 that bobby schmurder is locked up in jail uh and still has not gone to trial Mm-mm. uh mm. so you know just see you soon bobby i hope hope you get your day in court man it's not right um we got all kinds of news to cover uh so let's get into some of this news guys have y'all heard about the zola story Mm-mm. okay no? okay hold hold on hold on hold mm-hmm. on first of all i want to say when it comes to twitter street literature I pioneered that movement, B. All right? <laughs> we, I'm, I'm a story fire I did in 2012. Mm. 2012. I did five days straight of street literature. I was at work, bored out of my mind. You can ask the streets about the D.C. story. All right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I started the story. It started as all truities. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then I started making up shit for the next two hours. And I said, part two is <laughs> coming tomorrow. People said, what? <laughs> tweeting, retweeting, follow, follow. The next day, I had people tuning in to Twitter, and I was going with it. Okay? To the point when my boy hit me up and was like, yo, bro. You won't believe it. I'm I'm at the movie theater. I'm online in Atlanta right now. And these these two chicks in front of me saying, Did you did you read DC's story? You heard about what happened, <laughs> Mike? Can you believe for real? For real. I'm not I'm so What? Yes. Did you now did you hashtag this? Did you I mean like this was so early. Right. This was, so early. this was before it was black before it was black Twitter. Because mm. remember before we always were black twitter but we never really called it black twitter because right, we didn't right. know there was other people on it we thought we thought it was just us right you see what i'm saying yeah. so it was just us twitter it wasn't like black this was before this might have been before kid fury even got to twitter mm, you know yeah. what i mean like at this point at this point i remember i remember uh shit there was a time as you know, like, like, Kip here, that's, that's like, that's my cousin. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. there was a time before when he was just blogging and I was like, dude, you gotta do YouTube videos. And then he was doing YouTube videos and then he would come up and stay with me in New York to get a feel of how the city was before he moved up here and like, you know, totally changed his life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This was a, this was like around that time when he was like, like before he was starting to come up and visit just to see the city and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So this was early. Now, I'm not saying I need my credit. I'm not saying that. Right. I <laughs> but I'm saying you can tell what's real and what's fake. Right. And yeah. what's just brilliance. Mm. You got to let her brilliance go. You just got to respect it. I feel bad for Zane. I feel bad for people who are really doing the self-published street literature books and getting no love. Right. And Zola just came and gave y'all bars. Bars, right? Get live, you. like 148 live tweets of bars. Ah! And then I think she even took them down and shit. Like, she just, 
she she took over the street she was trending around the world um now for people that don't know uh zola's story which i think has been storified it's been hashtagged everything was basically the story of a, a girl who said she was working at hooters mm-hmm. um uh, another girl came in and with a friend they talked and she realized that they were both strippers and they was like you know the the, the white girl the uh jess is the other girl's name was yes. like i'm going down to florida to do some stripping because we can get money down there zola informs her boyfriend uh uh hey i'm going down on this trip with this girl i just met yesterday to florida and we about to get this money stripping and he didn't like it but he went anyway she went anyway without him and long story short they get down there don't make too much money stripping so jess the white girl starts trapping which is basically uh prostituting herself okay 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 now let's all let's all take it then is trapping a uh, 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 homophone. I thought trapping was drugs. What's up? With- so, so did I. Okay, right. I'm glad I'm not the only person right. going mm-hmm. trapping. We're trapping out the bando. Right? Y'all, are y'all fucking out the bando, or <laughs> or what is a bando? I don't know anything. I'm Me just either. trying to just get get a grip on what's happening. Yeah, right. You, you know? have to explain. Yeah, I mean, I, I do appreciate it. Okay, first of all, do you think logically? You meet somebody at work. So she's a Hooters waitress. She's meeting somebody at work, right? Mm-hmm. And that person says, hey, let's fly to Florida tomorrow so we can make some money. Do you think that's a true thing? Uh, That that part happened? That somebody's I, I, like, I, we I, both strippers, let's get this money? I think yes. people in their 20s do it. Yeah, yeah, well, they both young, but I do feel like strippers have like a completely different level of uh yeah. you know vibing that we do i yes. mean they said they were um vibing on their hoism if i'm not if i'm not mistaken so mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that's what that means they both yeah, that's was a good like it's a good hoism yeah, yeah. yeah. like we no, both we, we, we like oh you some hoe you a hoe yeah i'm a hoe too let's get some hoe let's get right. this hoe money let's go together. get this money and yeah, you I, know they went and got it i feel like it's the same as like comedians when y'all decide to go on the road together how do you pick like exactly. you probably vibe on y'all comedianism and then y'all be like let's get on the road together we could be the same yeah that's how it is so yeah we i mean okay okay now okay. on urban dictionary here's Rome is like hey mike we didn't make a lot of money this this, this night uh you want to start trapping i'm like what you say Sir <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> what kind of trapping are we gonna be doing exactly <laughs> Dylan, like I'm gonna set up a back page. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I feel like trapping obviously varies, but by whatever the uh, whatever the profession you're referring to, it seems right. So on the corner it says trapping is to set up the corner and sell dope. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's number one definition. Number two, sell drugs in order to make money and support oneself. Okay. Uh, I'm broke, so therefore I gotta start trapping. Okay trapping when a woman tells you she's on birth control actually she wants your baby to get that money (laughs) (laughs) uh trappings uh paraphernalia okay like you know like customs rituals or holidays trapping trapping is a form of dance explored by the inebriated so drunk people dancing trapping (laughs) trapping to go up to go chill out with someone maybe that's maybe that's how she was trying to use it And then trappings, which is clothing and accessories. So even Urban Dictionary isn't up on the 
the latest prostitution version of, it, of trapping they haven't updated it yet apparently. right but zola said mm-hmm. they went they started trapping and jess was jess was the one that decided she was going to be uh trapping via uh this this nigerian man named z who was calling and uh, around and getting her johns to come to this hotel room have sex with her uh just uh zola even said they started having sex right next to her and <clears throat> she realized that she was only making like a hundred dollars and she was like pussy is worth thousands so they started um <laughs> they would so zola started a back page um a back page website oh, craigslist uh, what is listing no back page is like for straight up whole shit like oh no oh. no like no oh, beating that, around the bush oh they was like yes. we're not playing this pussy for sale yeah okay back page be like listen um uh, you better not be a cop and you better not be wasting my time i you know <laughs> like it's 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 explicit you know what i mean <laughs> like uh, you can go in there and see like a twerking video and that's like $500, $300 for this. Like it's, it's crazy. So she started, she listed a back page for, um, for Jess and said that they got like all more customers. They listed the price at $500 to have sex with her. Um, Z shows up. Apparently he found out about this. Uh, he, he wants all the money. He wants the money she made uh keep in mind he would have only gotten her four hundred dollars that night oh he wanted to be her pimp he was her pimp basically um so so she gave him all the money and then he turned and gave like five hundred dollars to zola for hooking everything up and then they decided uh they had a crazy dude named jared there that was jesse's boyfriend and he was freaking out and he was mad that she was trapping and he found a back page site and there's like a fight that happened between him and z then later um z has sex with jess on like on in front of jared to prove that you know like he's the one in charge you and shit. Said, now on our next uh, book club list. listen i don't know how much of this shit is true <laughs> if any of it's true what's happening but they are finding the real people who's like their social media pages mm. they're being interviewed giving oh, their side shit. of it like this yeah. shit is like a, a yeah. fucking TMZ is all over it yeah it's like wow. yeah that's the article i was gonna yeah. read hollywood is knocking at her door for either a movie or tv show like it's crazy like i've never seen anything like more than anything else to me is how crazy this story is and how many people seem to be enjoying it because depending on whose versions of events you believe she was basically sex trafficking some girl or and they at least help some dude who turned out to be uh get arrested for uh underage sex trafficking uh in in vegas so like it's just like a crazy ass story nobody knows what's true so it's almost like serial right yeah but it kind of gives me like serial (laughs) it is right it's almost like serial like everybody's getting their own version everyone's trying to figure out what's true what what's amazing to me is how callous everybody is to it because like you know technically we're talking about somebody getting you know sex trafficked and fucking prostituted Mm -hmm. and uh all this shit but everybody's kind of like it's still kind of funny you know what i mean like it's 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 entertaining yeah i mean only one person died hypothetically only one person died right that was the alleged kidnapper you see what i'm saying yeah there's a kidnapping at the end i forgot to mention there's a kidnapping at the end where jess gets kidnapped and z goes in and saves her and shoots a dude in the face and 
uh people have linked this to an article where it seems like it could be true it's like march 16th there was a a person who got shot in the face and killed in a hotel room and then a and, a, and this is a real news article from march 16th like wow. a woman was yeah, unidentified say that again that's 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 any episode in first 48 like if you had every yeah. episode in your hand like card you'd be like pick pick an episode any episode you're gonna find somebody shot in the face in a hotel room in my in florida somewhere I yes mean, come on, come on. <laughs> and an un, unidentified woman ran out and jumped in a car and ran and left so right. like people are like is that this is that this story you know but like like mike said it's florida no way to tell it's florida no dog. way to tell it's, it's florida although jess's jess's defense for that is listen i don't know if you read jess's part but her it's thing not. is it's not true and when they asked her about that she says no because we were there way later like two weeks later so it was later in march now i'm like yo maybe it was true maybe that's maybe that's like that's the defense is like nah nigga it was like three days after that so uh that day is wrong like it's just i don't know it's a crazy crazy story i don't know what's true what's not i'm amazed how this shit is going viral and how many people (laughs) want to see it man like i feel like this is one of those things where if they were to make a tv series out of it or a movie or something Mm -hmm. people would wait till it came out and then suddenly everyone would be like oh oh this is kind of bad like 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 not not badly performed but like oh these people are fucked up like this like what like oh this person gets sex traffic like this dude's got uh mental issues (laughs) like mental health issues that need to be taken care of and this like it's gonna be interesting to see how they do it man but you're gonna have to have some hood ass netflix original series like fucking netflix presents (laughs) bandos and they're just like in a trap (laughs) and they fucking and all this other shit so i'm for it i'm I'm the only one surprised that uh nobody from the porn world has reached after them yet come on they know that normally happens first normally you get the the porn people be like we can make a parody of this we can you know hey here's a million dollars shoot this porn for us working on that shit now yeah no see what what they do is they wait they wait till something makes a lot of money Ah. They, wait, they wait for like it like if you if you have something that's for like like they did the palin thing they wasn't gonna just do a palin porn they had to wait till she was serious about being mm. uh vice president then they were like okay now we can do this now we can do this thing like with barack obama is probably i don't know if there's a point this is a random fact there's a random fan, fact mm. that i fucking heard about yesterday i hope it doesn't derail our conversation because it's a great conversation go ahead man i found out this about white porn actresses mm-hmm they can't have interracial sex until they've had. They can do. They can do. Uh, it's like girl on girl, threesome, orgy, mm-hmm. da, 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 right? They have to do all these things and anal mm-hmm. before they can be with a black dude on screen. Yeah, that's what, Con- that's what Kanye said. I, I didn't believe Kanye. I didn't believe him. Yeah. Hey, what, what's the lyric? Uh, he said. She said her price go down. She ever fuck a black guy, a do anal, a do a gangbang. It's kind of funny. It's all considered the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, like why is? But you know what though, man? That's a white people thing though. Cause mm-hmm. like, um, we my white friends that I used to have, we used to do this thing. <laughs> we were um, we used to do this thing called the uh, annual porn exchange. Mm-hmm. And so what you would do is like go out instead of like a Christmas gift exchange. You go out and you buy like a porn DVD 
and you and you try and the, the only rule was it can't be gay porn right because okay. you know like mo like for the most part nobody's gonna watch it like we want to get something that it might be off center it might be a fetish but you would watch it right so right. it can't be gay porn but they would go out and they would buy you know you get stuff you're like oh here's one with little people here's one with um <clears throat> here's like one was dude looks like a lady where it'd be guys dressed as women but then they have sex with women so then like and there was a <laughs> there was a huge argument over that one oh, if that was no. gay or not because people were like nah this is gay man we're like nah it's not though they having sex with women is like but the women would be like wearing strap-ons fucking the dude and shit it's like <laughs> like it's like nah i don't want that one man so so like you know it was but it was fun but every year we did this and we probably did this for like five years every year without fail there would be at least two or three people that would just bring black porn like just, just, they would just bring like this is crazy yeah it Can wasn't you believe it right it wasn't nothing, a, nothing spectacular about the porn it was right. just black it would just be like something like the porn would be like you know in loving color and it would be like afrocentric presents a parody of living color but it would just be the the hook would be it's black you know what i mean right. it's, just, it's just a booty talk yeah yes ass. i'm like and so you know me i'm like Damn. first of all that's insulting and racist and you know i'm like mm-hmm. i'm the guy who goes yeah that's like you can be my friend and i'm still gonna yeah. be like yeah nigga that's racist yeah. um and second of all thank you right and second of all i will take this <laughs> But just know that that this is very insulting. Right. And next year, be sure to get Black Street hookers. Right. While you at it. Right. I will. I will. T- I already own this at home, but I just want you to know. Right. That I am very insulted that you would do this. And I do keep on top of the name, guys. Don't think you're trying to fool me. Yeah, I went out here to get the foot fetish joint, and all you did was go get DJ Yellow's four hour uh <laughs> bullshit porn, man. Right. I appreciate that. Yellow oh, Boy Productions. Oh, he's a terrible yeah. director. If watching porn out there, put him on the do not get list. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, man, that joint you that joint pissed me off, man. But yeah, that's low key, yeah. man. Like white people see us as fetish only in porn. Yeah. You know, that's why there's an ebony section uh, on every porn mm. streaming site, but like I've never heard anyone use the term ebony in real life. Anywhere else. Ever. And, and, no, yeah. and, and not, not to get off topic. That was Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that, he the only that's, one. That's it. Him yeah. and black girls named Ebony. That's it. Right. That's the list. <laughs> <laughs> that used to kill me for a long time because before I knew that I had to use the word ebony, I would be so confused because it's a fetish with black men. So if you just put black, all of a sudden you get a lot of black men, fucking white women before you get the black women mm-hmm. i don't know why we're kind of at the lower end of the totem pole so you almost have mm-hmm. to use ebony in order for the search engine to go i think the search engine is racist too mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> google racist uh, I, I just uh, think they uh, just uh, switch every, everything racist everything racist. like even <laughs> like even the sites that try to Big be race. yes even the sites that try to be like a little more like realistic they'll say black and ebony like nobody yeah. nobody black says ebony man ebony. like what the fuck is this nobody mean says- they're gonna make a mahogany next. They just gonna yeah. keep trying to put, put, put at you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's oh. that. But yeah, that that's that's where that comes from, man. Um, all right, uh, let's talk about some other things, okay, guys? Let me see what I got just for regular ass. Oh, oh Zola's story also has a a, uh, a failed suicide attempt. It also has yes. an amazing epilogue. And um, yep. if you haven't read it, just go to a site and just get the whole thing of uh 
of a summary. Just get the summary. But it's yeah. just very go, you can go to my you can go to my Facebook page. I posted yeah. it there. You can go to the the uh the blackout tips facebook group we have it in there people have given their theories like the thing is um i do find it intriguing i do find it entertaining i do find it to be funny but i also do think it's fucked up like i like all those things can exist at the same time and i think you know in the new social media age it's just like well this this is just not funny no one should be able to laugh at this i'm like nah i laugh at fucked up shit all day that's kind of my job Mm -hmm. as you guys are about to see uh but it's like you know that's like that's what it is so i'm not even mad at um the thing and plus all three people have different versions of events so we don't know what the fuck happened so i i don't know i think uh you know and i still think you know sex trafficking and shit is a very real problem in america mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and obviously that's it's fucked up and it's not funny but at the same time uh i ain't sure that's what even happened with this story because everybody's telling the story and like jess's version it's so like i know you are but what am version? i Did she yeah version? It, yeah it came out it's on um what is that you metro uk like they interviewed her and her version yeah, is listen dog her version is just like we you know how you can tell somebody's lying because their lie is too perfect okay like her lie is like no i did meet her we did go down there but i wasn't hoeing she was hoeing Mm. she's like we went to the strip club and she only made one one dollar in two hours so that's why she started home i was like your story don't that don't make sense nobody gonna believe she who, made a dollar who pays a dollar a dot one dollar in two hours we've seen pictures of the girl what that right then yeah. you know she's not a vending machine what's happening here yeah yeah come on you, man. come on so her lie too mm, good oh my god right <laughs> oh my god uh rapper trick daddy oh not trick daddy wants to make all your food taste like the dirty south uh, I don't know if this is good or bad. Well, let's good find evening, out. ladies and gentlemen, and of course the kids, because Trick love the kids. I'm Trick Daddy Dollars. A lot of y'all may know me, but here's where you really know me from. Hey. Hey. Take it to the house. Like me. Okay. What's, What's up? up? Shut up. I would like uh-huh. to thank my fans. I would like to thank God. It's the real audience. My haters. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Now, <laughs> as you guys know, right, I've been in the kitchen lately. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing my thing. You, I know y'all know the saying, bitch, I got my pots. Yeah, that's me. See what I've been doing? I've been going all the way around the world. and I. Hold up. Do we know that saying? Is that a saying that we I say? I didn't know it. Bitch, I got my pops. I didn't know it. Yeah, I and, I, and I, I thought the kids was watching. You cussing at the kids. I wish I did. I will be saying it from now on. Thank you, Trick Daddy. That just made my life way better. I'm about to be cooking every day talking about, bitch, I got my pops. <laughs> a lot of the mainstream ingredients, and it just ain't right. So I teamed up with Jada Spices, and now I got my own spice coming up. It's called Trick Daddy Spices. I want my season to be the oldies but goldies in the years to come. I'm trying to inspire the women to start back cooking for the kids because all this crazy fast foods is really going to kill them. Now, first, I want to tell you a little something about the seasoning. This is the chicken salt. Remember. Oh, shit. I might go there and buy that shit just for the hell of it. How much is it? 
Yo, they got the music. Yes. Like you try to save a kid's life in the background. <laughs> Your twenty piano on you. Yeah. Your twenty five like, cent can like help thank save Jesus. Kids. Give him a meal. Give the children's a meal. Give the children's a meal. Trick daddy uh, chick. Trick daddy chicken salt. I didn't even I know did, chicken salt was a thing. Chicken salt because the women's the women's need to get to the cooking again for the kids. <laughs> did he guilt you? Did he guilt you into the kitchen? Is that what he's he trying to guilt me? And during that scene, it turns black and white. It has soft music in oh. the background. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. He should have shown some Africans with flies on their faces. Like, see, it's uh, versatile. Oh, it's cents a day. You too can get chicken salt for ten dollars. <laughs> and on purpose. The reason why I say that because you can use. It before or after. We have two eggs, two crack eggs. You notice how clean they are. So they ain't come from Win Dixie. You hit that. <laughs> Why you this Win Dixie? What did Win Dixie do to trick daddy? That he had Who to do that. You? He had a problem with Dixie and their grade A eggs. What did they do to you, sir? He said, you, you see how clean they are? They ain't come from Win Dixie. Okay. Mm-hmm. These some whole food oh. eggs. Oh uh, he put God. chicken salt on a salad uh eggs yes, what else did he oh, put chicken uh it's something else he put a oh, popcorn he put chicken salt on yep oh my god you whip that and it's vegan and that means it smells like chicken it tastes like chicken but ain't no chicken in it it's msg free it's gluten free and i love it oh did you he say gluten free for all my hispanic people i know y'all love using that chicken bouillon but check this out this tastes better and it's healthier and you could tell him i said that this is a jerk season for now this one is he jerk, season. jerk season he got jerk oh, season gluten free and every single I have to, I have to listen. every single logo has bitch i got pots on it yes as, as i gotta get this season all you jerks this this season is sort of act like me no they call me bipolar you could use it as a dry rub or use it as a sprinkle season on top of the fish, the chicken, or shrimp. Anything you would like. It got that little island twang to it, so you would like it. The next season I'm going to tell you about is the Cajun season. You want something hot, but you don't want to burn your butthole. And I've been... What? You want something hot, but you don't want to burn your butt. You don't want to burn your butthole, Karen? Okay. And then he has two pictures. Y'all can't see this. He has a oh, picture boy. of a woman with a thong on. And then on the other half of the screen, it's a picture of a cartoon of somebody bent over and like air coming out their butthole. <laughs> 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 Looking for that Cajun chicken at Popeyes, but it's not really Cajun. This is some real Cajun. You gonna know it. This is something my folks love to use because we from South Carolina and they call us Geechees. This is a real Cajun. Try this out. This is real black folk Cajun, okay? Since I know it's a lot of L7s out there and a lot of y'all squared in the pool table, I'm going to go ahead and cut straight to the chase, okay? We are raising money for the licenses, the inventory, product development, manufacturing for the website. Trick Spice is coming real yep. soon. And, of course, the kitchen. My future plans include my television show, a cookbook for all you hard-working women who want to cook something for your man. I ain't for and all, all of this. For, nah, only look. for the women. Though. Only for the yeah, women. Only for, only was, for the women. Yeah, I was going to say. Brothers, brothers. Oh, what about the brothers trying to cook, too? He might have lost the feminist vote right then. He uh, lost him. He lost him. Uh, lost. But, uh, you know, I'm... Somebody in the chat said trick starter. Leslie Mack said it's a trick, <laughs> trick starter. starter. <laughs> I want to do my own restaurant. I'm doing this because of y'all, and I'm doing this with y'all. 
All my fans, I appreciate it. This is where it starts at right here. There we go, man. So uh I'm in. I'm in for the trick starter. Me too. <laughs> I need I need this shit in my life. Oh shit. Oh, trick daddy spices, man. Oh god. Oh, this is a mess. Yo, we 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 officially old, man. I told you, I've been told you this. We like, old, I remember, dog. I remember Trick Daddy being the number one shit that came on in the club when it was time yeah. to go. Like, oh shit, they done threw yeah, on this yeah. Trick, Trick Daddy. Daddy. Niggas about to start be like, fighting. Be like, girl, get your shoes, get your pocketbook. We about to go. I ain't trying to get shot up in this bitch. Right <laughs> now, now look at us, man. He's selling. He like our generation, Dick Gregory. Right, right, because we yeah. old. <laughs> Like like Earth Wind and Fire never sold no chicken salt. You know what I mean? Like we gotta we, we gotta do better, y'all. We got we got we got do but, better. But you know what? One thing about it, they entrepreneurs. They like look, we ain't going out. We know we used to be good. We gonna yeah. roll off that fame. Oh yeah. my god! Um, <laughs> I will be getting your spices. Uh, Jared Fogle, who you guys may know from Subway or from Diddling Kids, whichever. Oh Lord, depending on which circles you travel in. Uh, he reportedly bragged and secretly recorded tapes about sex with children. Uh, he, uh, was caught on tape, uh, by former journalist Rochelle Herman Warlong, uh, Walron, said she poses his friend over the course of four and a half years, wearing a wire asking him about his predilections. I would fly us clear across the world if we need to, to Thailand or wherever we want to go. If we're going to try to get some young kids with us, it would be a lot easier, he told her. I had a little boy. It was amazing. He reportedly said in response to a question about being with children, it just felt so good. I mean, it felt, it felt so good. At one point, Fogel said Herman Warren, whether uh, he could film, he asked her if he could film her children. Damn. How how tight did he think they were? Right. So uh, you can't be that. That's, <laughs> you mind if I get your kids on tape? I was noticing. Oh yeah. no! Okay, my bad. Didn't mean How do you stuff? bring that up? How do you just bring that? Even <laughs> if that's the homie, even if that is the homie. You know, <laughs> hey, what Bobby doing later? He, he I got his camera. I was just thinking, how do you even begin to bring that thought up like a lie? Right. Like I don't even know how to approach somebody asking for a threesome. How you gonna yeah. ask them to fuck their kids? Ah, uh, what? Uh, are there any of your kids friends that you think are pretty hot what if we put a camera in your kids room would that be okay? would you be okay with that or no would they be okay with that in my ca- yeah put no. a camera in his kids room in a kids room so he pled guilty to child porn charges in august and he faces uh five years in prison that's it that's it yep who faces five years just jared jared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it five that's it dog the fbi apparently knew he was a, fa- a pedophile for years and let him continue but they love them sandwiches <laughs> it was like with this sandwich is so good they gave us the discount we go to subway yeah uh they said uh he pleaded guilty to having sex with two minors and possessing homemade child pornography although there were many more victims he agreed to a plea deal where he will serve five to 12.5 years in prison and pay for 1.4 million dollars in restitution to his victims the story was reignited two days ago with the new york post revealed the contents of the secretly recorded audio tapes and in them fogel's perversions are laid bare uh you know talked about fucking the kid and shit uh so she contacted the fbi who asked to asked her to wear a wire 
uh and it glossed over in the mainstream media however is the fact that the entire process took 10 years god damn Uh she wore a wire for four and a half years before the fbi took action and arrested fogel that was my biggest question why it was taking so So long long. a case of this size just happens to take that long and that's what i was told what the fuck man i don't believe that because it because it had been my black ass they'd have caught me in 48 hours and thrown my ass in jail and i'd have got 25 years she somebody would have called you somebody, she would have called it if that was a black woman they would have she would have called a case she would have right. called a case right when he asked can i use your children <laughs> yes it would have been around this so why would have came out fuck all this you ain't about to have my kids up in no video it would have been over and it's not that like is- it's not like he's some type of drug kingpin where they got to get a racketeering charge and shit like just arrest this motherfucker like how many more kids he get the fuck uh she believes the total is more than 14 kids by the way of course and that he took international tours including thailand where he was fucking kids you know he did uh and she says his admission got more brazen over years uh he even began asking her if he could install cameras in her in her children's rooms uh so yep that's uh that's how that went down jared was getting uh getting by uh that's crazy yep uh let's see what else is going on um you know it's it's halloween time people like to pull pranks right somebody pulled a prank where they put some fake spiders in the logan county uh prosecutor's office and he pulled some guns on them yeah yeah so he got suspended fuck yeah this this I, I maybe maybe i'm old <laughs> say, say what mike no they, he, so he's gonna shoot the spiders is that is that what happened or yeah. did mm-hmm. or did they bring him in and he caught the people bringing the spiders in was he shooting the people or shooting the spiders i uh, need to know where these guns this, were going this, to the spiders can get some too he said <laughs> they say he pulled out a gun threatened to shoot fake spiders set up around the office as halloween decorations he said they had spiders everywhere he said he told them it wasn't funny and he couldn't stand them so he pulled out a gun and while he didn't wave it around and point it at anyone he threatened to shoot all the spiders it had no clip in it bennett was quoted as saying of course they wouldn't know that i wouldn't either if i looked at it to tell you the truth uh bennett told the station that white had been with the office for five years without incident and that as of now he does not intend to fire him oh he gotta be white he gotta be white oh nigga you you should lose your job for this shit i'm sorry oh my god like what what other shit are you yo what other shit can he be scared of you know what i mean like what if what if we just be like oh let's dress up as pilgrims for how we decorated with black people around the house yeah around around, around office yeah i told her how i feel about him (laughs) now (laughs) see not funny this will be your fault if i kill everybody in here right and you know and i and i know there are some black people that do this but this is a white folks thing the prank shit because you know me growing up we ain't pull pranks because you probably get your ass beat whooped punched knocked out from somebody being scared well you know what's funny to me is this guy owns a gun and his reaction to being scared is pulling the gun out like that tells you a lot about when they kill innocent unarmed black people yeah you know what I mean? like it's pure fear it's just like oh a nigga what's my gun what's my gun uh um, right let's see uh cheating on your partner could be ingrained in your dna uh-oh i've been saying this yes yes 
now everybody yes. has an excuse we get claps in the background you like yes. people gonna Where start you get that ignorant shit from i get it from my daddy it's my daddy's <laughs> fault and his daddy before him and his daddy before him i want to be faithful it's in my jeans i want to be faithful sound like it's we're in gonna, my jeans. we got to start this is just the way god made me okay don't don't <laughs> Don't don't slut shame me. Okay, ah. this is my DNA. This is not a choice. We okay, gonna, we gonna have to start. We got to start LGBTC. Yeah, <laughs> you're goddamn right. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. see, that's my orientation. I identify as C. I, I will cheat on your ass. Cheat, see, cheat, cheat, cheat. cheat. <laughs> uh, it's why, not really cheating. It's it's natural. It's not mm-hmm. cheating. Why does it have to be cheating? Because right. you're going outside. If it's natural, see, that's the problem. Right, you have to start. How, we have to look at this whole cheating thing differently. Maybe it's 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 the chicken salt for our relationship. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to add some <laughs> oh, spice Lord. into it. Okay, it's a bipolar. It's a bipolar spice. I you prefer know? You, you I prefer to be called I, per, I, I prefer to be called trans commitment. Okay, <laughs> so I just you know, I'm, oh, you know I'm commitment I, fluid. I'm commitment fluid, and a lot of these people out here are binary, but binary they don't recognize you know <laughs> I'm, uh, ever. I'm trying to get all of them hey ladies i'm trying to get all of them okay uh while we may view cheating as a flaw in someone's character a recent asap science video uh suggests that our likelihood to cheat is actually more closely related to our dna humans are classified as part of only three percent of monogamous mammals or mammals that stay with one sexual partner for life but cheating is still very much a common occurrence one commonly cited study on the practices one conducted by sex researcher Cher Height uh, in his, her bestseller, The Height Report. Uh, according to the Washington Post, Height found uh, that as many as 70% of married women and 72% of married men had cheated on their spouse at some point in their marriage. While more recent research has found these numbers to be smaller, the fact remains that many people cheat. According to ASAP Science, what is that like ASAP Rocky? <laughs> Uh, i'm coming out next summer yeah asap science nigga (laughs) represent harlem and we also (laughs) we also represent queens because we cheat on our boroughs our our likelihood (laughs) to cheat is actually written in coding for our dopamine receptors also known as happy the happy hormone for example about 50 percent of individuals who possess the long allele variant of this hormone have confessed to cheating at some point in their lives compared to only 22 percent of individuals who possess the short allele variant individuals with this long variant are also more likely to engage in risky behavior and deal with substance abuse you just talking about people's natural behavior well it says people with longer uh alleles in this uh in this specific group uh mm-hmm. end up being riskier people they they cheat more they might have substance abuse they you know so it's just wow they take more chances karen cheating ain't nothing but taking a chance that another person wouldn't have taken (laughs) (laughs) cheating takes courage cheating cheating is like a turnover in basketball you know what i mean (laughs) like in basketball sometimes you make a turnover but a turnover is just uh, you taking a chance somebody else might not have taken right (laughs) trying to make something good happen another hormone related to cheating is vasopressin this hormone is um release when we come into close physical contact with others and is found in smaller amounts in individuals who have social development issues such as those with autism so if you want somebody won't cheat on you gotta date somebody with autism y'all that's the only way to do it that's a good that's that's a good selling point need to play that up yeah 
whoever's doing the pr for autism <laughs> get, on, get it. on it you better get on it with that being said biology is not the only factor that plays a role in our likelihood to stray factors such as the amount of money both spouses earn emotional problems and alcohol abuse are all known to affect the chances of cheating ultimately however although our hormones do help to control our behavior at the end of the day only you can make the final decision oh don't be moralizing see you was keeping it don't science you, you you took all the blame off of me in the beginning of the article <laughs> right and then you throwing it right back on me at the end yeah you, about, you found some scientific evidence and then you're like also you just might be an ancient nigga That's <laughs> <laughs> you're like nah baby also, i got that i got that cheating dna mm-hmm. yeah also you could be dating a broke ass nigga such as yourself yeah. so it plays a factor uh <laughs> men most likely to uh to drop you off at work uh also high on the cheating duck chart i don't know why uh, uh, really yeah i don't know why you a ride men I'm driving men driving your car and dropping you off at your job uh somehow sure you getting there <laughs> yeah they just trying to take care of you and we gotta deal with this bullshit all right uh let's do uh fucking with black people real quick Where's i ain't the, taking uh... you to work bitch I'm yeah. committed. <laughs> <laughs> i love you too much to drive your car to work i'm just gonna stay here and play video games oh, uh all right let's <laughs> fuck with <black> <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the world and get articles about black people being fucked with, and then we assign point scores from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody, everybody everybody's on the list uh here's some gymnasts who uh made the list uh today it was from the daily mail uh and the article title is maybe next time we'll paint our skin black so that we can win italian gymnast sparks fury with racist jibe at 16 year old new world champion them girls they went out there and whipped everybody's asses no they mad you know they mad an italian gymnast has provoked outrage at the claim of the sports first black world champion only one because of her skin color not that she outperformed everybody right i think Mm -hmm. let let me just bring this sentence back a couple couple words the sports first black world champion right Mm -hmm. only Mm -hmm. one because of her skin color so it was never a benefit uh-uh. until 2015 it was never benefit right. till she right. won suddenly everything changed in the world and it was like you know what it's time it's time <laughs> Vi- viola davis and now her <laughs> uh american simone bow 16 gave gymnastic history when she became the new all-around world champion on friday but moments later carlotta for lit see you you could you could be black in america carlotta um you wouldn't get behind a resume check Mm -mm. uh she told a journalist that she had joked with teammate vanessa ferrari uh that's that's another one you sound like a fucking rapper yeah oh (laughs) this this sunday see Nicki minaj and vanessa ferrari at the palladium (laughs) live right be there 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 now carl now notice the peep this let's vibe on our hoism real quick carlotta came in fifth vanessa came in fourth 
and they and she said that they should take themselves black next time to stand a chance of winning the 18 year old told the interviewer i told vanny the next time we should also paint our skin black so we can win too um oh. y'all came in fourth and fifth right you didn't even no, grace the top win. three you wouldn't have won yeah, yeah. She quickly took to Twitter to apologize for the comments made on Friday. She made that shit. And on Tuesday, Ferlito tweeted, I want to apologize with the American girls. I didn't want to sound rude or racist. I love Simone. I'm a huge fan of USA Gymnastics. Mm -hmm. She then added, I've made a mistake. I'm not perfect. I didn't think about what I was saying. I'm just a human. I'm so sorry. Kiss my black ass. You meant that bullshit. Mm-hmm. i know she meant it right I'm you t- know she meant it i'm tired of people being goddamn racist and then when they call on their racism to go oh no no i'm not racist the row has now escalated after an official in the italian team tried to justify the comments in a posting on facebook <sighs> right they try to justify right that's what i'm saying no don't want to hear don't want to hear your excuses uh he said carlotta was referring to a trend in gymnastics at this moment which is going for towards a technique that opens up new chances to athletes of color well known for power while penalizing the more artistic eastern european style that allowed russians and romanians to dominate the sport for years he also added why are there no black swimmers god damn it what what (laughs) why are there no black swimmers because their physical features don't suit the sport now that's now, okay. That's a hundred. I don't know if we just talking about that, but that that's a hundred. Let me tell you mm-hmm. this: they always say it's about black people. What a, go to go to any Caribbean island? Everybody there swims. Everybody. It's, right. it's an island of swimming motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> black so people. they need to stop with that shit. The whole oh they black oh they Jamaican they don't swim. they live in the fucking water. Right. They're right by the fucking water. That's all you gonna do is swim. You gonna swim. You gonna you, you gonna catch catch your food if you want to. You're gonna grow your own food. That's some racist bullshit. Right. But it is funny what he said in theory. But right. it's wrong. Ah, right. It's, right. Well, not just that, but I mean, it's not their fault that they can't pass the drug test. I mean, the weed is much better there. What they supposed to not smoke? They swim, they eat fish, they smoke, man. It's a great life. I'm trying to tell you. I wouldn't want to do the Olympics either. But he said uh, that black people may not have some of the necessities to be, let's say, a field manager or general manager. And that they are good aren't good swimmers because they don't have the buoyancy. Nigga, that's just racism. Right. Especially once you threw buoyancy? in the, the field manager and general manager. So basically they don't they're not smart enough to manage. They're good enough to be athletes though. He later apologized for his remarks, adding they were not intended to reflect the official view of the Italian Gymnastics Federation. Kiss my ass. No, yeah. that's I'm- the thing is, like, if you say these things, like, if you say these things in conversation, like, if she would have just said to a homegirl, right, the first, the first chick, if she was like, oh, we maybe should paint our skin black, right? Mm-hmm. If she would have said that, like, in a, in a, uh, just a social way, right? Maybe it's like it's it's still fucking. Right. I'm trying to always play devil's advocate. I'm always yeah. trying to play devil's advocate. Well, the, what, the devil don't need no advocate, man. He winning. He winning on Earth. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> ah! The score is devil like seven billion and God like three um but nah I, I i mean i just think that uh she like she said something racist and her real mistake was saying it to the press like getting caught you know what i'm saying like she like she right. really thought it was a good idea but that's one of the things we forget about these people they train to be athletes and to do this shit right. they don't really train to say the right I, shit i think we lost mike oh we lost mike yeah well he was trying to be de- the devil must have advocated his <laughs> mind you know i do a devil's advocate <laughs> guy came in and was like give me mike's line mike you back 
yeah i'm back i'm pissed yeah. off <laughs> the devil decided that that you didn't need to advocate for him yeah i'm on this i'm on this motherfucker i'm on this russian connection when I <laughs> well you just you, you don't have the buoyancy you just don't have yeah, the buoyancy i don't got the buoyancy i don't got the, the wi-fi strength i don't got nothing i got nothing going for me right now this is bullshit this so is bullshit. uh zero to a hundred intervals of 25 karen what would you give that <laughs> kind of question is that a hundred okay well listen that's the question that i have to ask for the show uh mike what about you man how yeah. fucked with do you feel about about that story zero man, to 100. 25 all right 25 125 oh 125 okay uh i'll give it 100 as well so uh birmingham nightclub accused of denying entry to black girls despite reservation uh 100 this week london-based blogger jess gregory to- took their facebook to describe an incident that occurred last week when she along with a group of 10 friends drove 100 miles to birmingham to celebrate a birthday at a club called bamboo where they made a- their reservation for the evening long but worth reading in its entirety okay so she wrote this on facebook so last night myself and a group of friends drove to birmingham for a birthday celebration very excited we spent money on travel hotel in the week the birthday girl booked us uh on a guest list for a bar club called bamboo as it says you should uh below we got dressed we got two taxis there are 11 of us uh we got to the queue we were told we were then told we were not in the guest list then told that the owner had changed something and said something then told actually we can't come in on questioning they had no real reason as the birthday girl confronted them with the confirmation she received of our booking i found out that i found it off that despite me questioning the question of security didn't say uh anything no eye contact no voices just simply looked away like they were embarrassed about what was about to happen we were pushed out of the queue to the to the side to a side only to be told that we were too black a security guard explained they do not allow groups of black people we were a mixture of black and mixed girls he explained the club simply won't let us in because of the color of our skin and there were uh, being 11 of us would mean too many black people it happens all the time and was recently on the news in a similar situation in a club in london i have had it happen before but never so blatantly never ever so obviously and quite as shamefully hey mike man they ever do this at comedy clubs um i tell you i tell you what here's, here's a funny thing all right um so we had a Decepticomic show at a club in new york and um for some reason they had like double booked the room so we had our show we had our show going on and we were waiting for um that show we had our show that was waiting to go on but the other show had already started until there was just like some discrepancy with the management or whatever the book or whatever so uh we have all our people in new york waiting in the lobby right Mm -hmm. and we we bring out we bring out the streets and i want to say the streets but we bring out us you know what i mean Uh, just beautiful black people beautiful people of all colors races creeds genders whatever sexual orientations it's just like a great show and the black bouncer there gave the entire crowd so much shit we almost lost the whole show because wow. he's like why when y'all come out y'all gotta be so loud y'all need to quiet down y'all need to get to the side and meanwhile there's other people there in the show going to the other show white people whatever and they got nothing they didn't get none of this bullshit so uh but in general you're never gonna turn away the money though right. that's like you could be whatever the fuck you're gonna be you're never gonna turn away the money ever yeah if you pay for a ticket and there's room for you to sit or there's space for you to stand 
you're going to get inside. There's never, uh, you know what, there's too many black people together. Most times, it's better to have more black people together at the comedy show because we're going to laugh the loudest. We're going to spend the most money. We're going to have the most enjoyment out that motherfucker. Right. And that's just the truth. Okay. Yeah, what makes me wonder is like, because I don't think, you know, I don't think this is a thing uh, just everywhere, but the club scene is definitely a, it's definitely oh, a thing. terrible with it but yeah. it, i never heard it with the comedy club before so it just made me i don't oh, know it just oh. made me think that like, just like you to said ask. comedy people they want your money yeah like, i just couldn't i couldn't picture them doing that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like plus no comedy isn't necessarily about necessary i mean not saying this the crowd doesn't matter obviously the crowd matters it but yeah. but it's not a thing where like the crowd gonna be hanging out with each other so like i can't yeah. picture somebody being like oh i want to go see mike brown but mm-hmm. i walked in and uh there were there were six black people here i don't know if yeah. i want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is too many i counted i was like one two three this is all right I Four, can't, oh, five, i can't be oh, laughing at go. can't be laughing at these jokes uh yeah but yeah, yeah. um that's just anyway do, man do you guys do you guys have uh do you guys have like uh bowling bowling alleys yeah yeah at? we got a few mm-hmm. yeah would, would, do you have like the big chain ones like uh like yeah a, there's one where it's like it, they're really segregated there too where it's like first they say no motorcycle colors you can't mm-hmm. wear baggy jeans no uh no this type of wear no yep. athletic gear and it's like nigga i'm bowling and i gotta buy shoes when i get in here like right why are you doing this and so like i've seen that type of shit happen with groups of black. like we can't even go into the bowling alley I used to right. love bowling. I don't go bowling anymore because all the chains are in New York, and they're very like, uh, you can't come in with all your friends. Like, I got a reservation. It, it kind of doesn't. Well, you guys got to get different shoes. or that. Like, we're buying shoes, bro. Right. We're renting shoes from you. We, yeah, we're getting the shoes from you. How are you? What, yeah. what my baggy jeans got to do with bowling? I've been in a bar before where they do the, uh, like, there's a jukebox, and then they'll put a sign on jukebox, like, no hip-hop. If you play hip-hop, it mm-hmm. will be turned off. Oh, they right. just like, oh, I, I know. So, no niggers. Got it. Thanks, yes, buddy. got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you could have just said no niggers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess colors only isn't on the sign anymore. Yeah. Actually, uh, was, I actually was, um, <laughs> I was actually making a joke with my boy Justin yesterday. We went to get some water we were playing basketball and they had this water fountain you know how they have the water fountain that's regular height then they had a little water fountain for kids and shit Mm -hmm. so we both want to get water at the same time so he goes to the little one and start drinking out the little one and Mm -hmm. i start i was like i'm gonna drink out the regular size of little bitch you know like making jokes (laughs) and shit so uh he was like this one got the better water anyway it's cooler and um you know like bending down is good for you i was like nah man this is the better water i, I don't want to try that this you know i'm pretty sure that this is the one for adults and i'm an adult so we uh but then when we were walking back i was like yo you think anybody ever tried that with the colored water fountain <laughs> like when white people had like the whites only and then the black people had the colors only if there was ever like a a black person drink out the water fountain i was like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> this is some good ass water did they mix the suns up or something in here? are we supposed to be drinking this Woo, this is some good water you would think with a dirty oh, a dirty water fountain like this you would think that it would they, be they switched the streams on you <laughs> yeah. this is amazing good god they messed the signs you up. i don't know what y'all missing y'all yeah. know what y'all missing y'all like, know what y'all missing. like one white person would be like get, move out the way i'll try some let me get some of that water you're like nope nope colors only you go back to your go back to your side go back to your side now sir we we've been very respectful 
drinking out of this this water fountain <laughs> It's that's, like, that's probably why they stopped with the color water fountain. That's probably what it was. Right. <laughs> no. Something about this brown water is better. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I don't swear know to if it's God. the chlorine, the dirt. <laughs> it's a seasoning. It's seasoning. Chicken it's salt. You got that chicken salt in the water. <laughs> put, just, put, salt. just put some water in this jug. I'm gonna take it home with me. I'm gonna take this brown water home. Um, but yeah, so they, they basically got kicked out of the club. I mean, a hundred for me. I don't of even course. need to read the rest. That's a hundred. That's a hundred. Real quick. Yeah. And of course the club's response was, uh, <laughs> we are aware of the allegations made with regards to refusal. Allegations. Entry. Y'all didn't let them in. What, what well, allegations are allegations. we making here? We strenuously allegedly tell them, get the fuck out of there. Y'all told these niggas to get the fuck out right. of there. Right. She come with reservation, confirmation <laughs> numbers and shit. Y'all was like, nah, we good. No, no, no reservation. We got segregation. Get your black ass out. They, they said, we strenuously deny all accusations made. I feel like that's the wrong verb there. Yeah. Strenuously Strenu- or <laughs> adverb, whatever. Like that's, that's yeah. the wrong word. Yeah, either you're that's not- the wrong one. Yeah. Right. We strain to deny. <laughs> oh, we fight so hard. Oh, we strainless. Oh, you can see the veins of my arm from denying these allegations. <laughs> uh our fight our front of our front of house team is nothing but professional at all times i've been committed on numerous uh occasions for this by local licensing team i don't believe you are they black though are the local licensing team black okay as a venue of 500 capacity we have over a thousand potential customers attending the game entry to our popular events and it's inevitable that people will be refused entry as a license but they made a reservation right but that's the whole point i know a yeah. lot a lot of times places doing certain times they will say well we not doing reservations just for this purpose don't do the yeah. reservation if you're not gonna allow them to get in we would like yeah. to welcome anyone with any doubts to view our promotional videos for many you fuck about your promotional <laughs> videos either what the promotional videos ain't gonna let my ass in your facility yeah um so oh they went and got receipts on them though uh they they took like you know because twitter is forever right mm-hmm. at huffpo young voices published a picture of a person that got um a rejection from them for application right when they they mm. were a student and they were applying to get a job and they got a racist reply uh hey i was just wondering if you have any part-time jobs available yes but we need less afro-caribbean staff many thanks <laughs> i mean that's pretty yeah it's pretty well, see, the other side is this there's two sides of it there's two sides of it mm-hmm. it's fucked up what they're doing but at least their racism is right there in your face. Yeah, they keep you, know you from, keeping you from wasting your time. Yeah, keep you from wasting <laughs> right. your time. Like, mm-hmm. like, so that person don't got to be like keep trying to apply. Be like, oh, they didn't like they didn't like this thing. Maybe I can interview next time. Maybe I really want to work at this club. I really want to do it. They said they don't like my personality. I've taken some classes. I've read some books. I've educated myself. Maybe they like me now. Like, no, they'd be like, yo, we don't, we we ain't fucking with y'all. Yeah, are you All still? Right. I'm just checking. Are you still Afro Caribbean? Okay, well, yeah, with this job. Now. Yeah, yeah, you still, you still, ah! yeah, that's good. You got your degree now. That's great. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, so you're a doctor but, now, but you're still after a written. Yeah, you're great. great. They oh, you want to buy the club. Okay, that's great. You have the money. But, uh, I'm just going to hold up this paper back. Can you put your arm next to it? Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's still too ah! Uh They posted pictures of, um, people uh talking about the racism they experienced there they mm-hmm. posted somebody posted a picture of the kkk and said i'm going as bamboo uh bar for um halloween 
so they got you know they got their jokes in love black twitter they turn the the, the, the sadness into humor yeah we do that a lot yeah so all right man let's uh go to our next segment let's talk about let's vibe on our hoism if you will ah and, uh, talk about these uh ball alert women Hey yo, I'm looking for a five star chick. Talk about. Look like I'm just stepped out of magazine. They fly in an interstate, fly in a juice box, sweat in a head, something fire like. Gotti here go twelve bar. Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more. Oh now we call him five star, five star nigga. That's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new M six. Pay a bill, get a hell fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie, I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is flat. Gucci man's a thuggy, yo man is a sub. See, she love me now, she love you not now. All my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star bitch, that's a five star, and that's a five star, and that's a five star. If your credits go high, you nails stay fly, keep your juice box wet, and your head something fire, you a five star, and you a five star, and you a five star. All right. Here are your choices, Mike. Number one, baller alert. Oh, wait, no, we can't use that one. Number one, 10 places you aren't looking for a woman, but should be. Blog by at Proudly Laurel. Now, she wrote last week 10 places you aren't looking for a man, but should be. Okay. Number two, groupie tales. I hooked up with Nick Young in Vegas. You guys may know him as Swaggy P, uh, plays for the Lakers. Also, fiance of Iggy Azalea. Number three, groupie tales, Will Gay of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I believe he just got fined for wearing shoes that promoted domestic violence awareness in, uh, breast cancer awareness month. Shout out to the NFL on that one. Uh, number four, ballerific relationships. Is your man on the down low? And number five, groupie tells the game picks his groupies up at Louis Vuitton store. Oh, okay. Uh, your pick, Mike. Did we lose Mike? Where's Mike? Can you hear us? It's showing him being able to. Mm-hmm. I don't. I see him moving. Yo, Mike, you hear us, dog? We can't hear you. All right, let me hang up and get them back. Let me see. Uh, hope he heard all those picks, because if not, it's going to be awkward. Yo, Mike, you there? I don't know. Did he mute himself? I see him moving around. You hear me now? Oh, I hear, yes. I hear you, dog. All right. So this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I really like the game's new album. Love his uh-huh. album. So I don't want to hear his groupie twit tale. I don't want to hear his groupie tale. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, this, if somebody got to give me a list of places I should be looking for women, I don't want to know about it. I want to find it. I want to capture a woman like a Pokemon, you know, like a wild, <laughs> wild, big-breasted woman appear. Like, I want to find it myself. <laughs> okay. Um, I really, I really want to know the Swaggy P story. Okay. 
all right let's do swaggy p hey i'm getting a little bit of echo on your side man is uh is it still muted in spreecast let's see one two one two all right i uh y'all can hear you still okay we're good i don't say i don't hear the echo no more yeah the echo's gone mike say something let me see if i can hear you still oh shit i can't hear him no more damn um all right let me call him back on skype let's see if that's it oh now i hear him okay i hear you now man i think our connection is slow for some reason uh all right let me hang up yeah all right see if we can fix this connection if uh if it keeps being slow we can uh take them off camera and see if how about this you start the group details i'm gonna call from the phone you start the group details i'm gonna drop out but i'm gonna call you right back but just start the group details all right all right okay i got you all right because i can hear you okay oh well i can hear you right now fine okay all right he's gonna call us right back yeah he figured out to fix the problem yeah Yeah, all right dragon so group details i hooked up with nick young in vegas we've got another groupie tale this one is long involves a a vegas escort and really takes a while to get to the point but when it gets there it gets there Mm. this will be our second groupie tale on nick young do they match up give the groupie tale a read below all right um matter of fact should we make this possible available are we gonna have time to get to mm-hmm. the yeah, we can make it sponsored by bevel all right this group of tell is brought to you by bevel <laughs> i just love that we uh this is awesome anyway <laughs> this, this, this group of tell is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving scissors design specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps are you tired of being annoyed every day because of the irritation that your skin gets from ingrown hairs and razor bumps and discoloration and the way it makes you look and feel and the next thing you know you gotta log in the ball alert and start calling women bitches and hoes Ah! you start hoping that bad things happen to them like they get raped and stuff huh hating ass terrell jones well maybe if you shave with bevel you wouldn't have that irritation in your life and you would feel better about yourself and you would say kind of things on the internet about your father abandoning you or giving you two left shoes and jordans when you needed uh one for the left and one for the right so make sure you guys go to getbevel.com code tbgwt and get your shave game correct get yourself looking smooth get yourself feeling not irritated and get yourself uh with you know just refreshing your mind every day just go to getbevel.com code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right here we go so rewind to earlier this year in las vegas for the billboard awards i didn't attend the awards but i live and work in vegas so i decided to hit the strip that night i was with a couple of co-workers you could say we met up at a planet hollywood drank a little and got up to get to work i'm sure by now you wonder my profession and well i'm an escort so she was vibing on her hoism (laughs) so it was hella busy that night everywhere and we decided to go to caesar's palace first when we got there we seen one of the jonas brothers uh the youngest one joe 
maybe i don't think she knows she well anyways know. anyways it's not about him just a filler that he's a cutie by the way anywho i caught a date out there and by the time i got done my friends had left down to mgm by this time the awards were over here's where it gets juicy i caught a cab down to mgm and met friends inside near starbucks they were drinking and eating and so we were sitting in the area my girl seen some guys standing not too far from you from u.s gold chains chubby wallets a drink oh i think she just meant from us why she put u.s anyway uh, from united states gold chains chubby wallets and drunk the best type of trick roll only thing is they were black guys but hey it was late so we went over and talked to them anyway it was kind of watching out the side of my eye when we wait when she waited for another girl and myself to come over so it was all explained downstairs near the slot machines that we are working girls and expect compensation the two guys agreed and we followed up the room was decent little dirty clothes and whatnot but once we got upstairs they tried to switch up the price and my friends weren't having it long story short they left and i stayed so, so she, she was like they was like actually we want to pay less and then she was like well y'all can leave i mean shit two for one more money, more money for me more money for me right i got rent due so when am i going to drop the recently engaged baller's name soon his two friends whose name I found out later at the Instagram creeping are at Big Meat 2000 and at M Kendrick M Sugar. Now, now to the action, Big Meat, the cheapest ever, went first and paid for both him and Kendrick. Once they finished, they said, Hey, we have a homeboy too. You try to make some more money at first, I declined because I had already spent too long upstairs with them, but they offered who turns down an extra $2,000. When the door opened, it was none other than Los Angeles Lakers Nick Young. Sexy, tall, fucking, mm, just everything. (laughs) He had on jogger pants and a white tee. Remember, it was late, so he wasn't in billboard attire his hating ass friends didn't want to leave the room so he pulled me into the bathroom took off his shirt i instantly got nervous i mean of course i'm an escort it's my job but i was attracted to nick but i thought to myself fuck that scared shit i got paid now i'm gonna get some good dick lol i got on my knees pulled his pants down and bam no lie nick has the biggest dick i've ever seen had i started sucking his dick it was so big that he was holding my ponytail each time i deep throated him my eyes were water but i wouldn't gag lol skills on that ass <laughs> not them skills <laughs> oh boy somebody better get kidnapped during this story she is the Liam. Uh, she, oh, she's not worth it she the Liam neeson of hoes yeah she, <laughs> she got, got skills. a special set of skills skills and shit he moaned a little and pulled me up off my knees laid some towels down pulled my dress off and bra i laid down he slid on top of me now this nigga legit got that pipe game i felt awkward moaning because baller or not he's still a trick he then flipped me over in the doggy style i now see why iggy didn't give a fuck about him cheating nick Ah! nick is a god in bed 
and he went fucking he went the fuck in slapped my ass pulled my ponytail while he was smashing and nutted and when nick got up he wasn't all weird with the condom like most other famous men i've encountered i took it off for him and flushed it after we got dressed he chatted for a while we chatted for a while about random shit exchanged numbers and i left one of my best sexual encounters i've ever had Mm. here's the comments oh lord uh so luscious says is he still engaged to iggy shy breezy 91 said these hoes is scandalous for them dollars b thing says i wish these chicks would want want more for themselves (laughs) to be moral there's always one right it's like who who mama is on this site i wish these babies would just want more how can we never have a groupie tell about going to college well all the (laughs) well all the groupie cares about raising your children (laughs) <laughs> with the groupie tales about crazy yo. so i saw this nigga had two kids and i was like you know what i'm gonna make them breakfast so girl i went over to the house <laughs> i brought my chicken salt and everything girl listen i scrambled them eggs <laughs> skills on that ass like trick daddy taught me and this nigga's kitchen was so big <laughs> Girl, I'm talking six eyes on the stove. The biggest <laughs> stove I've ever seen in my life. And he had the one with the grill, girl. <laughs> this nigga had an island and I was like, you got islands in your kitchen, nigga. I'm a cook with these kids, shit. And then, and then this nigga was like, I'm going to take you to work. I said, no, you ain't cheating on me. You ain't going <laughs> to cheat on me. So I'm starting, so I'm, so I'm studying the bar exam. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes in you know see i'm an esquire bitch you just a bitch that get esquired okay oh lord <laughs> you get illegal problems i got you i got skills on that ass um <laughs> so marie alice romaine says does these hoes realize period comma that all sex is unprotected question mark comma hmm does these hoes realize i don't know <laughs> carlos says you can't ask a rich man to be faithful that's common sense carlos low-key be hating too he, he want to be hating ass terrell jones so bad <laughs> sugar bear says the only thing is they were black guys bitch but y'all are hookers i roll sugar bear don't appreciate that sism up in that story mm-hmm carlos says at sugar bear well i'm guessing hookers look at black men and have a flashback to the one time he punched her in the face and raped and robbed her instead of paying her so there may be some anxiety there oh lord jesus well i guess that is what all black men do uh uh mike's back all right we lost him for a second yeah yeah uh yeah uh i don't know if you heard the um comments of sugar bear oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. all right yeah uh then marie alice remain ends it by saying still waiting for one on cameron darnell chancellor strong safety for the seattle seahawks hmm, they've been having their eyes on people yeah she holding Damn. out she is holding out uh well, you gotta, you gotta, if you're gonna get a if you're gonna be fucking a group you gotta just look at her web history first to make sure that she don't go to certain sites before you fuck with them because i would never want a story about me on one of these sites good Uh, lord no yeah man well you know what it is what i wonder how many of these people aren't groupies right they just got a groupie tail 
and yeah. how many of these happened like before you really thought about groupie shit like right like how many women already have a groupie tail on you but you ain't thought about they ain't thought about because you're not famous enough yet at the time they gonna right as yeah. right. mm-hmm. soon as you get that, do that that fx series it's a wrap dog oh yeah yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because if if that shit happens, if if one of you motherfuckers every group retail me, I tell you I'm gonna have a column on Ball Alert the next week. You ain't gonna get me out my money. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right they, now. Mike, mm-hmm. Mike Rago had a first ever re- rebuttal to a group retail. <laughs> <laughs> it, was gonna be like, it was after a comedy show, y'all, and he thought he was funny. Yeah. It was me and my girl. We was looking all cute, and we looked up there on stage. <laughs> And then we went backstage, and he thought he was going to get it. But, you know, I'm not a hoe, but, you know, uh, I've done this in the past, but not with a comedian like this. You know, I didn't know that he was big time, and he had a TV show. But, you know, me and my girl, but she left, you know. Right. But since she left, it was just me. Mike, and- <laughs> Mike Round shit going to be his his. his, his column going to be, his, his gonna be the first ever column to start with. Ball alert, groupie tales. I was tired. It was a long night by Mike Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be comedy outlaws. Somebody, yes, comedy outlaws. Yes, it was two. And I took them both and we was outlying, I tell you, girl. <laughs> it was bad. I tell you, if they, I, I'm going to be verified. I'm going to put a verified check next to every true group, group of tale that's about me. It's going right. to be like Twitter. It was a very cold night. Blogged by at Mike Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's do guest arrays. I think we, we we that was shorter than they advertised. I thought that was gonna be long. Uh, here we go. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Mike Brown from Can't Stop, Won't Stop comedy series, to guess the race. And the cat room plays along, and they're racist. Uh, All right, here's number one. A woman is charged after allegedly kicking a dog to death oh do we lose mike hold on oh, can you hear oh, okay. me okay all right here we hear all right cool cool uh this happened in denver a woman has been formally charged with killing Wait. a dog first of all hold on before you get to the whole story but i'm gonna tell you this we don't be kicking dogs that much <laughs> all right Second of all, we talking about Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to I'm go white just percentage-wise. But go ahead. Go through the right. story. Uh, killing a dog during a domestic violence incident. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I got to shit. All right. Uh, I would draw my white comment. I'm going to have to wait and see. <laughs> okay. All right. Kenny <laughs> uh, Love. Kenny Love. K-E-N-E-I. Uh, is, is, <laughs> is charged, she's charged with one count of aggravated cruelty to animals. The charge alleges that on Sunday, Love was involved in a domestic altercation and allegedly killed a family dog when she kicked it into the air. Shit. She punted the dog? Like, like, yeah. like Anchorman. <laughs> what? Was she trying to oh kick God. a goddamn field goal? Did she say, well, now this is happening, like Jack Black would kick that dog? <laughs> <laughs> he kicked the shit out that dog. 
<laughs> that's a movie oh. uh-huh. oh. an arrest affidavit states love had intentionally kicked the dog during the argument and stated i don't give a shit about the dog after she kicked the dog the dog flew about three to four feet in the air hit the ground and died instantaneously god damn melvin lewis 22 has been melvin? cited melvin Kenia melvin <laughs> can i melvin have been oh, have been he uh, has been cited with city assault charge for allegedly hitting love three to four times in the face with a closed fist in addition to other injuries he was released uh she was released from custody on a two thousand dollar bond and is scheduled to appear in court november 2nd to be advised on the charge guess the race of can i love 25 can i love mm-hmm uh i you know i didn't everything was pointing to this couldn't be a black person once you say kick the dog mm-hmm. but then once you once you go to the best of violence i was like okay so somebody kicked the dog because he was so mad like fuck i'm gonna kick your fucking dog that's that's how i felt this happened mm. uh and then knee um lord is there an accent in the name or is it just k-a-n-e-i <sighs> Oof, oof, shit. Shit. Oh, fuck. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go with black. I'm going right. to go black. I'm going to go black. And Karen, did you ask the chat? Because I just did it, but chat, I, didn't, chat, I didn't see you The chat is saying black. Okay. The chat is yeah. saying black. All right, I mean, I'm going to go through that racist guesses real quick. Go ahead. Um, black, uh, Mike Vick Black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Usually goes to white folks dressed up like Ike and Tina for Halloween. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> oh, that's why Leslie listened to the show. <laughs> she regressive, but she ain't shit. <laughs> Chicken salt. Get, get some ratchet fictions from the black guy who tips. Yeah, right. you know, hey, look, she, she gonna go out there. Fight the power tomorrow. Fight the power. <laughs> and her fist in the get this racism up off of us. <laughs> right. Gonna get these jokes <laughs> off in the meantime. <clears throat> are they prepared for broncos training camp black Aww. her fast twitch muscle fibers is what allow her to kick so hard black oh top mike vick everything he knows how to treat animals black pooch punter black black chicken salt uh she kicked the dog after throwing hot fish fish grease on a dude black blacker than your food after you put on that trick starter seasoning <laughs> 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 the correct answer is everybody got it black yeah oh. Oh shit, she crying. Yep. Uh let's just go straight oh, to the bonus round. They named this girl Conniving and they didn't want to spell the rest of it. They dropped some few letters off. <laughs> um, uh McGruff, the crime dog actor, gets sixteen years in prison. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why we ain't send him around in a while john morales the actor who played the crime fighting cartoon character mcgruff the crime dog was sentenced to 16 years in prison stemming from a 2011 arrest in which police seized 1,000 marijuana plants 27 weapons including a grenade launcher and 9,000 rounds of ammunition from his home god damn mcgruff <laughs> he's taking a bite out of crime's ass <laughs> yes he was <laughs> he was like fuck that this don't pay enough <laughs> McGruff got to make that money, y'all. <laughs> I want to see what his new speeches is like. <laughs> McGruff out there trapping. Listen, listen up, kids. Fuck that bullshit. 
<laughs> crime does pay <laughs> it pays a lot i watched breaking bad the sentence Ooh. was handed down thursday just three days after the 41 year old former actor played a get, pleaded guilty morales insisted during the sentencing hearing that he was non-violent but u.s district judge Vanessa <laughs> Gilmore said everything i read about you makes you seem like a scary person mcgruff the crime dog is a cartoon bloodhound that was created by a global advertising company Sachi and Sachi in the ad council in the early 1980s for the national crime prevention council the cartoon mm-hmm. figure was used by u.s police in spreading crime awareness and it's per- perhaps best known for its tagline take a bite out of crime guess the race of uh mcgruff the crime dog actor john morales man that that that, that, that nigga's mine it's he's uh morales mm-hmm that's uh that that i feel that's i feel that's a latino descent man all right let's see what i mean, I, I mean what's his first name uh john god damn it no clue all right um there's a jolly oh, you know what yeah that's latino i think that's latino that's all right latino, man. let's check the chat room and see what they got to say uh hola chat room not so ironically he liked it in mcruff white got mistaken for a, I, love a, I love a good part got mistaken for a chihuahua <laughs> mcgruff was secretly sniffing for a hole in the border to climb through god damn no. hc white Man. he hanging with el chapo <laughs> uh scruff mcgruff chicago illinois six to 12 years in jail latin trump would not approve latino he was bitter because he wanted McGruff to be a Chihuahua. The correct answer is, and Mike Brown, and most of you guys got it. He's Latino. Somebody did say white. He's definitely not white. Yeah, Mike, your racism is on fleek. Yeah, on, it's fleek. on fleek. I go, see, I try to go by the names, but also the shit they've done. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not like Raven Simone out here. I'm not going to judge you too much by your name. <laughs> I like what you've done. All of that. You know, my, my <laughs> I like what you did too with the racism on fleek. They ain't going to see that till episode five. They, but you can watch that trailer. You go catch it. I'll go catch it. <laughs> judge tells 18 year old he will be somebody's bitch and raped every day in jail oh a judge is under fire after it was reported she told an 18 year old boy that he would probably be raped every day if he went to jail isaiah gay was standing trial oh that's unfortunate thank you you that is an unfortunate name uh he was standing trial for burglary then when judge christina argers I think that's how you pronounce that mm-hmm. argyres uh charged him with a horrific depiction gave him a horrific depiction of the type of violence and abuse he would suffer if she decided to send him to prison when gay told the judge i did the things i did all because i was impulsive i was just being young and dumb she responded by saying that he was weak and that he would be quickly made into someone's bitch the judge told him do you know what will happen to a young dumb person in prison do you have any idea what will happen to you you would probably be raped every day for one and i hate to sound like that you know rude but that's exactly what would happen to you again he's going to be somebody's i hate to use the word bitch but that's exactly what he's going to be so i'm willing to put him on probation 
<laughs> so she gave him probation because he was gonna be raped. She ain't shit because he she, weak. She was like, "You listen, boy. You are what we like to call rape bait." Okay. Ah. Now, now it's just a fact of life. You gonna get raped. We don't. We are not gonna do a good job protecting you in prison. Your rights will be violated. Yes, they will. So I'm gonna just give you probation. Okay. Um. So guess the race of the judge, Christina Argers, who uh who said that he was gonna get raped. Um. Oh man. She, whatever, whatever race, whatever race this judge is. She the realest nigga alive, B. She the realest. <laughs> I don't care what she's. I wish I could say the race was a nigga, cause it's just the realest <laughs> nigga alive. Because she said, "I'm not gonna. I could throw you in jail, but you're gonna be raped anyway. So we're just gonna probation you." Um, I want to say, I want to say that she's mixed. I want to say that her 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 mother her mother is white. I want to say her father is black. I, I think that the father's always kept it real with his daughter and the mother was like, you know what, you gotta, I need you to be in school, you know, to become a judge or whatever. And, and Christina was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, mom, but I'm gonna be real with everybody while, while they on the stand, I'll be real with them. So I'm gonna say a mixture. Can I do that? No. I think that is no best. Pick one. Even if you mix, you black. So that would count as black. Okay. Okay. You know what? You know what? But I, this other thing. But also to be like, you know, you're going to get, I th- you know, I'm going to go white. I'm going to go white. I'm going to go white. All right. Go go white. Go on white. Let's check the chat room. Judge Lynn Tolo from Divorce Court Black. Jasmine W. says Black. Judge Judy Protege White. Judge Maybelline Black. Judge Maybelline. Yeah, <laughs> Black. Well, well, well. Woo, Judge well, Maybelline. Ooh, old school. Some of y'all old too. When she asked if he had ever been comforted by big bosoms, sister, sister black i feel like that was someone's mama talking about talking to them about doing better she got that jail fantasy from watching blacks on blondes too white the, <laughs> <laughs> the rules are one drop of black makes your blood make blood makes you black um black the correct answer is and mike brown you scored a perfect score she's white mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a tough one Everybody was going against yeah. you. Yeah, so boo was. to everybody yeah. else. You killed it, bro. Uh, but this is, hold on real quick. You think a, a, a black woman is going to be like, you know what? I'm, that she going to really be worried for the person who's guilty and be like, you know what? I know you did this shit, so I'm going to just put you on probation because I care about you. Right. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're going you to go get your punishment. Mm-hmm. The realness, the realness of what she said, I felt was a, like a black thing. The realness of like, yo, you gonna get raped, right? Right. But the mm-hmm. fact that she put him on probation, I was like, nah, I, I see a white judge kind of doing that. Yeah. And the article I read, I mean, they make a good point that you probably shouldn't be threatening people with rape yeah. because it's not good. But you know, she's trying to scare them straight. And also, yeah. the, I know I really shouldn't be saying this. You know, I'm sorry yeah. for saying this, but. Like would be like, nigga, you gonna get butt fucked every day, every day, every day with your she, little ass. I she was like, whooping. I should, you know what I mean? But she, she was like, I don't mean to be rude, but you gonna be somebody's bitch like that. Like I don't know what kid she was talking to. Like, but you know, it's like it's like I said, it's it's definitely fucked up because if you switch genders on that shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> woo, 
you'll lose your seat dog yes you would some dude was sitting there talking to a woman like you're gonna get raped okay first of all that's number one (laughs) number two you're gonna be somebody bitch all right (laughs) that's why i'm giving you probation um so of course uh the last thing we talk about every week gotta promote this sword awareness and he's dead a kozad man sentenced to prison for assault with a sword a kozad man was sentenced to prison for assault another man with a sword fernando v garcia 40 years old uh received one of two years in prison uh for one count of second degree assault and one to two years for one count of possession of a deadly weapon by a prohibited person he was sentenced monday in dawson county district court on july 3rd the police department responded to a report of an assault with weapons on potter street in Cozide. uh garcia was armed with a sword and the victim was armed with a baseball bat uh leonardo versus uh casey jones baby right the victim <laughs> suffered a deep cut on his left hand uh he told police that he and garcia had argued garcia was later found in his home where a sword and a baseball bat were allegedly found under a bed charges against him were reduced in exchange for a guilty plea he received credit for the 115 days in jail he will serve the sentences at the same time so be careful out there you arguing with people that pull out a sword and a baseball bat next thing you know you're in a fucking ninja turtle sewer fight and shit and you didn't know yeah so be careful hanging out with people with yeah. swords mike man thank you so much for doing the show bro mm-hmm. hey th- thank you thank you for having me on uh, i love you guys man y'all the best in the world uh and shout out to the chat because y'all hilarious man yeah man this- make sure y'all see him uh which is with your ignorant asses from the chat room and mm-hmm. the fans yeah go out and see them and also you know comedy outliers does a show uh yeah. like uh locally uh in, in new york uh so you know you want to see some funny comedy make sure you keep up with that listen to their podcast <clears throat> and if you go listen to if you go watch uh mike's uh web series leave it yeah. leave it a thumbs up give it give it a yeah. comment share it with some people man let's see if we can Join get as, as many eyes as possible man because the other thing that people don't talk about is when these when whenever like now in comedy when you are promoting something a lot of times they will go look at that stuff and be like oh okay like oh people sharing he's got some pretty good traction you know a couple thousand people viewed this thing like it's not just him by himself like there's he, he like there's a something about him that everybody likes so make sure yeah. you guys do all that shit all right uh we'll be yeah, back do that. Uh, <laughs> and you follow me anything do all of that i need all of it yo mike brown on twitter yep you got yeah. any shows coming up live that you're doing um yeah, we, I got I got a few things coming up. My calendar is looking looking pretty good for November. But uh, right now, I would just say just follow me on Twitter and check out the series. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, I'll like if you if you ever go to my Twitter, you see it's like the first thing on there. Like it's you can't get away from the web series. If you see me on anything, you can't get away from it. But uh, definitely just check that out and come to a show. But definitely check out the. I'm 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 telling you, it's what the streets been missing. It, this is what y'all need you didn't even know you missed it this is what you need so, no doubt man yeah. all right man so we'll be back tomorrow uh monday and uh we'll let you guys know um you know rest of the week and all this stuff we, uh, we're gonna try to get jl covan on for sure i know that much right uh all right man we'll talk to y'all then until uh monday love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.